Welcome back to another episode of Boys on Lotter Podcast. My name is Ashe Sanchez. I'm with Owen Burke and Samari Sanchez. I know you guys have been waiting to hear that. It's been two weeks. I'm sorry for the delay. I had some family stuff come up, so I wasn't able to do it. The first week we got you guys um, those bonuses. Uh, they're still out, so you got to call me if you get a lot of bonus. You got Owen's two bonuses. You got Samari's two bonuses. So if you still want more content to go listen to, there's always out. There's album reviews, timeless stuff. Owen put out a whole finals and thing. Owen. Shows detailed as well. Well, you've been waiting to hear that. They've been waiting to hear that intro. I've been waiting to hear that intro for two <laughs> weeks, bro. I've been ready. I'm ready to go. Uh, how do you feel, bro? For the people who don't, how do you feel? About what? The finals. Your finals prediction to the what happened in the finals. Um, I called Suns and Hawks. So, I mean, I was half right. And I called the Suns in the right amount of games, too. Mm-hmm. So, I feel confident. I mean, I, I enjoyed it. And then... Obviously, Trey Young getting hurt and Giannis getting hurt threw a wrench into the whole series. But I watched all the game one last night, and it was bro, that game was fun to watch. Yeah, I'm good. I'm ready to. I looked. I literally went and looked at my schedule. I should be able to watch one, two, three, and four. So I'm hoping that I can watch every game. I'm going home and watching the game after I get off work to tomorrow. Get to, yeah, tomorrow. Yeah. So I'm excited, bro. That series was. It's it's fun to sit down and be able to watch a full game, which I don't get a chance to do. That often, I don't I don't get a chance to sit down and watch full games that often unless I like record it and go back and watch it afterwards. So to be able to sit down and like truly dissect some shit again, I haven't been able to do that in a while. So that's what I'm 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 gonna try to do that every game. Samari's so being the stickler for me. I totally forgot about that, but it's whatever. We did time. Yeah, 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 whatever. Yeah. That's why I it's stopped halfway. <laughs> <playing. laughs> and I was like, wait a second. Like, it's whatever. I, we'll do it for that one. But, I um, myself. We're good. I just said, I'm going to shut up. They don't know. They don't know. Actually. Two turn. They don't even know. No, no, no. They don't even know what game. Stop. Right, no Twitter so, detectives. Uh, we do have ads this show. So the first one we're going to talk about is the new ad we got. It's kind of, we should we should have been doing it, but we're doing it now. So our show is brought to you by Anchor. Uh, it's distributed by Anchor. If you know Spotify, Apple, uh, Pocket Cast, all those good stuff, anywhere you can get your pocket, um, anywhere you can get your podcast played, you should go through Anchor. If you want to start a podcast, it's easy. Just sign up, put your email in, and they will distribute it through everything for you guys. Uh, Anchor Podcast is probably one of the best things to go. It'll change our life. It'll change your life. One click of a button, man. You got it on six apps, just yes, like that. Sir. <laughs> yeah. It's out. Man, I don't really think you can know better than that. It's, yeah. it's that easy, man. More for six. Uh, that's an easy They've thing. started the likes of the careers for people like Joe Button Podcast, Million Dollars with the Game, anything that you hear off of Barstool is off of um, Anchor. Anchor. So, hey, I'm telling you, Anchor Podcast is the way to go. One such a button, like Owen said, and you're on almost every pocket cast in the world. And you can also get uh, globally recognized from different type of um, people that will grade your stuff and they'll send your stuff in to get graded as well. So, yeah, Anchor Podcast is the way to go. Um, home of BDL. That should just be the, the filler for all. We have a bunch of talk yes, to you about today. We are not going to waste your ear. This has been two weeks in the making, so I hope you guys know that season two will be starting after season twenty. We haven't started; we haven't made a date yet, but we'll probably have more visual aids in on that. We'll probably have a lot more to talk about with you guys, and um, I kind of want to have Please. Owen do more uh, webcam type things whenever he does his bonuses. Probably have Samari do that as well, just so you guys can see their face and what they're talking about and scripted like that. And, 
Just a lot more. That's, just a lot more. The visuals. Um, bro. When I can start throwing up April. pie charts while I'm talking about this shit, I'm going to lose my mind. Yeah. I'm so excited. It's going to look like when you're back in elementary school and you got the new smart board in the classroom. <laughs> yeah, boy, that's going to be me. Oh, my God. Look, I want to <laughs> calibrate it. I want to calibrate it. Yeah, yeah. That was before some of y'all's time. It's, uh, we're going to get that going. I got iPads in schools now. That's the truth. We got it going. <laughs> uh, BDL is just going up, man. A lot of big things coming up. Season two, we're going to plan. We're going to make sure we give you guys the best that we can. Season two was kind of a test trial, but also was one of the best things that we had. Uh, 80,000 listeners. We can't thank you guys enough, man. It just it gets better from there. Um, and hopefully, maybe with sex, with season two, we get the... <laughs> with uh, season two, we can get the buyout and give more content. This can be... You know, forever thing. It's going to be a forever thing, but you know, what money ain't talking about. Yeah, you know exactly. What I'm yeah, we got the we got the we got to the ads now, so I know that we're making some waves now. The boys going to get a little bit, a little bit of pocket change, some gas money here and there. Chicken. So. I'll take it, bro. I'll Whatever take it. there. Chicken. Um, feed me lunch. Chicken. At least. Yeah. Cheese. Let's get into it, man. It's been it's been a long time coming. There's a lot to talk about in today's show, so I don't even want to waste no time. Let's get into it. So the first thing we're going to do is we're probably just going to start off with this game, and then we'll get into the fan questions. Lots of fan questions. Like I said, season season finale is coming in next week. So if you are a person, and like I just talked to the guys earlier today, if you are not our friends and you want to get your question on, man, we want to have you win. Uh, our friends get their question, you know, their priority most of the time, but Hey, if you do not know us personally, please, 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 whether it's Owen, whether it's me, whether it's Tamari, make sure you hit us up and we will get you. And I promise you, I try my best to get any random questions in. You guys are family to us. You guys are BDL for us, man. Like, without you guys, we're nothing. So, Oh, yeah. Uh, My goal is to put a couple, like, hopefully, like, two or three fan questions on each sports bonus I end up doing, too. Yeah. You got sports questions. I'm gonna have room. So and make he sure started it last week. He make put some questions on. Make so. sure you yeah. ask. That's the same I'm a, thing. I'm gonna get them. Same thing for my bonuses. I did a uh, uh, a collage of bonus, but and I did it. I had got on Twitter the night before, and I asked, and I had got a couple of DMs. That was pretty dope. So be sure to definitely tap into the social media. Oh, and for all those people that keep asking. Next episode of the blah, 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 blah. the playlist is definitely out. Apple Music. Updated. I'm about to get ready to take my to talents my back to, back to Spotify. Because I got a lot of people that I've been talking to recently that have Spotify over Apple Music. Just because like they got school subscriptions. It's free and yeah. all that premium shit. So that's cool. So I'm going to show some love back on there. I got my laptop set up to where I can start mending those playlists back in. And then... Just exposing them that way. So look out for those here in the near future. I have totally forgot about that. Yeah. A lot of people have actually make my playlist on Spotify as well. So I'll do that. But as for BDL, we're going to do that same thing. I'm yeah. shocked that there's not an app or a website that will convert at least like 90% of your playlist from one, like from Apple Music to Spotify. Like, <laughs> oh, actually, you got to tell yeah, you, can't tell valid. me that that's that, not a thing. Yeah. Like, that's that's got to be a thing. But you have to go through. I understand to why yeah. also. Because like once they made that, that huge leak in 2015 after that summer when Dirty Sprite 2 came out and OVO Sound had first popped off, like Spotify came obsolete for a little minute. So they started doing all these discount deals and premiums and then they started getting that sound of that New wave generation. There's almost like a sound. They made it effect. cheap. Yeah, yeah, but not like, no, like there's a bunch of artists that are underground through Spotify 
like kind of like how we're through Anchor and shit. It's like they're tied in like that. And then it's like they have a massive amount of talent, but they just got that ear. Like Spotify has a different kind of ear for music. So definitely want to tap back into that. Definitely going to share that. So without further ado, man, let's get into episode 19. Um, <laughs> oh, no, this is... This is one nine. Okay, all right. So I'm gonna say a rapper or an artist, and you're just gonna tell me what song comes to mind. Ooh, I like that. I like what song that? comes to mind. Don't don't think about it. The first thing that you hear, what comes to mind. Spit. And if you guys say the same thing, if I say Uzi and you guys don't say XO Twilight, that's okay. That's not a bad like, thing. Yeah. Don't have to be the different. It's supposed to be off the top of the yeah, dome. Yeah. He's just trying to test my music. I'm trying to that's do all it is. I'm right. trying to do that with sports logos. I was yeah, like, you got no hands. Friends. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> you can't lick that. Yeah, no hands. 100%. Yeah. Now that you said that, yeah. All right. Next artist is Chris Brown. Oh, um, look at me now. That's. Yeah. <laughs> That's valid. Yes. I yeah. I listen uh, to that song by itself. Wall. Mm-hmm. I love that song. Water Wall. Yeah. All right. Next is Amigos. Versace. Birthday. Okay. I've been listening to it nonstop, so. That's valid. Next is <laughs> Justin Bieber. Oh. Let one less lonely girl. <laughs> that shit is so fire. The one that uh, was it Peaches? Yeah, the, yeah, that's, okay. yeah. That shit is so gas. All right, so gas. next is uh, Lady Gaga. Poker face. Mmm, that's a good one. Poker face. I'll probably say the same thing. Yeah, that was the first thing that popped. I just seen the, the first one. It's the video. The video is what wrapped it up because I used to see that shit on MTV Jams. Yep. Six thirty in the morning, boy. Polo G. Malibu from Culture 3. Damn, that's a good one. Honestly, he was on a feature, but it would be that uh, Three-Headed Goat. Okay. That was a good one, too. It would back to point, I came to my mind, too. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I didn't want to ruin you, it with a feature, but, like, that's... You, I was like, that's the thing. If you mention any artist that either the Migos or that was featured on Culture 3, I guarantee you that's the song I'm going to think of because I haven't... I've been listening to that since it came out. Still, to this day, to this, this last, day, these last three weeks, to this day, <laughs> you say Cardi. Oh my mama! All right, <laughs> next is uh, ASAP Rocky, Goldie. Yep, hundred percent. Yep. That was All right, song. two chains, birthday song, KO. Mm. <laughs> yeah, Young Nudie, uh, EA, Money Making Mitch. Schoolboy Q. Collard greens. Whatever you need. Or whatever you want with Candace. Candace. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's that so gas. Sway Lee. Um, sunflower. Oh, damn. I'm trying to just That shit was head. so fire. Hold up. Stop. Him and Post Malone <laughs> killed that song. They said they did. That shit was gas. Um, probably Black Beatles. I said unforgettable. Oh, that's yeah, a really good one, one too. I Isn't just that French Montana, but that is yeah. yeah okay. That one's that one's so fucking good too, bro. Uh, <laughs> gold. Take uh, K. Oh, the race. That's yeah. I guess that's just off the top the of my head. Song, yeah. It's probably yeah. the race. Yeah. Come in. That's my uh, Uzi. New York Nights at 21. Oh, fuck. What is Shit's it called? so different. 
Vanessa Hart. Money longer. Yeah, probably. Vanessa. Kodak. Um, Skirt. That one came. What is it called? Damn. I'll go with skirt, yeah. Uh, Yachty. Hit about it. <laughs> Fire. I'm such a, like, when I come to music, like, I hate people that do, like, recency bias in sports, but when it comes to music, that's all I am. I, oh, I, I came out in the last two years? Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> that's the one that came to my head. <laughs> Minnesota. Ooh. Oh, that's, yeah, that's, that's a good, good one, yeah. Rick Ross. 16. It's funny that literally, I just was I didn't even think shit. of a song. Oh I was like, God. anything with Drake. <laughs> that's, that's the song that came to Dice mind. Pineapples, Fly, like Fly Spirit, or Hunter Black Coffee. Spirit. Okay. Oh, that's, that's a good one. I love that. Because it's also fire. in Jingle, so that's my favorite that's movie. Just too, so. It's just fire. It's just fire. All right. And then last one is, um, I'm going to look at my list. Phone locked up. He got the low power motor. Three seconds, we locked it up. We're not doing shit. Right? ASAP <laughs> Ferg. Oh, um, Uptown. Oh my God. Him and Travis went crazy on that shit. Work. Hard. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. I like so, that a lot. It's tough on the spot. We're doing it again in the sports side, but we're going to start it off here. I'm going to give you a rapper. You're going to have a minute to say, basically, they're going to have a minute to say, like whatever they want to say, but it has to influence you to listen to their music. So say for instance, Ooh. you the listener have never listened to their music before. They have to influence you to go listen to this person. Why should we why should yeah. they go listen to them? Why should they okay. go listen to okay. them? Okay, okay. Now it happened again in sports, but I'm gonna give them one rapper. They have a mini. They have to give you a, a good pitch. We okay? both have to do it? Yes. Same That's rapper, all. right? Yes. Okay, okay. It's the same one or different one? No, a different one. Okay, better. Different one, different one, different one. And then I'm gonna make a poll. So by the time you're listening to this, he's gonna give me some. The poll. The poll is should be out, and you should go vote. Either Owen did a good job for sports, or Samara did a good job for sports, and then Two Owen did a good job for rap. Samara did a good job for rap. All right. So, Owen, your person is. I was like, don't you give me nobody I don't listen to. Queen. Yours is Young Thug. Okay. Samari, yours is Meek Mill. Okay. Okay. Who's going first? Uh, I'm going to give you guys a minute. Okay. Think about it. Okay, okay. Real quick. I'm going to stop it real quick for them to think, and then we'll come back. We're back here on BDL. They have to give you a pitch. You tell me who did a better job. Owen has Junk Doug. Samari has Meek Mill. Philly in the building. They have a minute. We'll start the clock. Dream chase. And that's all they have. A minute to, to give you the best pitch ever that's to go listen is. to this person's music. Right. So you guys have never listened to Meek Mill. You guys have never heard Dreams of the Nightmares. You guys have never heard Stoner by Young Thug. Never heard Lifestyle by Young Thug. They're going to give you the pitch, all right? In three, two, one. Owen, your minute starts now. All right. So when it comes to Young Thug, the thing you got to realize is... This man is so versatile on the mic when it comes to what his vocals, his production level is always good. Like he his his music is always top tier in every asset of the game. So if you if you like production, the production's gonna be there. If you like like the lyrics are the lyrics are there, but you have to listen to him. I'm not gonna lie, he's not out here spitting like coal, but the lyrics are there if you listen. If you sit down and listen to it. 
And the thing is, he puts out his own good music and he puts out good features. If Young Thug is on a song, best believe it's probably, you know, an eight out of ten or above. I mean, the guys put out classic albums. I mean, he's been on classic songs. I mean, we have all the YSL series. You have you have all these things and also his influence outside of music. You can feel his influence in a lot of other people's music as well. So that's yeah. like I got I felt like I set my pitch up and it was at 25 seconds left. I was like, oh, damn, I got to speed through this. All right. All right. So that was pitch that was one. Good. I'll take it. I'll that's, take no, it. That was valid. No, that was, that was valid. That was hard. To, you guys yeah. got a world class artist, too. Like, yeah, right. I did get a little bit of easier artist. Yeah. That's I different. I appreciate it. I'm on that. <laughs> Tap me in. So Samari has to give you guys a pitch for Meek Mill. Yeah. And his pitch starts now. So Meek Mill is an artist for people that have realistic backgrounds. And what I mean by that is he's, he's what I call a hustle rapper. He's not necessarily the most flamboyant when it comes to his boisterous ways of bragging or talking about what, how he made it or came up. But he's definitely going to leave you with a nice saturation of, okay, I can do this as well. So started off as a young battle rapper, nappy-headed, braided up in the street. And he's kind of about to the excellent black activist that he is today. You have a world-class series of mixtapes and the Dream Chasers mixtapes, and he went commercial with it, dropping you know, his album. I can't really speak on much. I just feel like you have to get that experience for yourself. He's not for everybody, but if you do tap into him, be mindful of how he delivers his music. All right. Tomorrow's minutes up. I think you guys are going to love that. In a minute, bro. I'm telling you, in a minute. I think you guys are going to love that. Because I'd be trying to set it up. You ain't no, yeah, no, you got to stop. I looked down at 40. I was like, I'm going to just shut up and right. keep talking. So we'll do one more. Keep going, bro. We'll do one more. They'll give you guys one more pitch. Ooh. Uh, Samari's going to do Don Tolliver. Okay. Okay. And you're going to do Jid. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. So <laughs> they'll get their minute and we'll see how they do. Don Tolliver, Jid, they know their assignment. Samari's going first. Samari's minute starts now. So, Cactus Jack is a label based from Houston activist and artist, Travis Scott, and he has a right-hand man. He has a left-hand man, but his right-hand man is about to take over music for a very long time. Don Tolliver is a Houston native who makes a different kind of music. It's not subject to really any genre. He's a very melodic, very outgoing, and a very not outspoken artist. He's very, very diverse. And he's something that I feel like everybody can get a taste of and still be like, okay, I can enjoy this kind of music. It's not really one-dimensional. Very, very, very heavy production base. And if you get him on a hook, man, it's going to be stuck in your head. I'm trying to tell you. His voice is very captivating. So I feel like he's an artist for just about anybody, you know, rated E for everyone. And I think that's going to be special for years to come. So definitely tap in. All right. If that's you have already. Good. That was good. I think that was better than the Meek Mill one, too. Yeah, right, I he mean, stepped it up. So I got to come back. All right. All right. Meek's kind of just... Ready? And Owen's minute starts now. When it comes to Jid, Jid's like... Jid is... If you're white, you're going to like Jid. Like, white people like fast rappers. Jid, Jid can rap fast, and he still has a lyricism. He's a mix of, like... I like to think of like J. Cole, like his lyrics are there, but he can also spit quick too. So if you like fast rappers, you like Jid, if you want somewhere to start, 
I'd say, honestly, the best place to start is not even a song. Go listen to his double XL freshman cipher with ski mask because that's like the, the epitome of just heat. That man spit nothing on it. But when it comes to his music itself, DiCaprio 2 is a great album. And any time that you, you can be under the wing of J. Cole, that obviously is going to help a lot. But he takes a lot of what Cole does, speeds it up, and I think brings a whole nother sound to it. And so he's good on features. He's good on hooks. Um, I, I, he, he's another guy that could do it all. So I think you can listen to him and get a lot out of him in different aspects. There we go. I'm so, not going to say. However, Owen had Jid and Young Thug. Mm-hmm. We'll go from there. We'll that the would be up. crazy collabs in themselves. By themselves? Don't talk to me? Yeah. Uh, do you think Jid and Young Thug on the track? That would be Come crazy. on now. Atlanta. That'd be crazy. <laughs> that would be insane. Would I do think that Don Toliver and Meek would go though. No, I do too. No, I'm saying I think like that should be Meek. Like he would be a female song. It'd be like, not even to tease him. I'm a huge Don fan. I'm just like bro, like just the melodics of it, like the way he comes off. It's like bro, okay, bad. So earlier this, <laughs> put it in my, put it in my face. So exactly. earlier this past week, I put out a little short clip. It was from Joe Budden podcast, mm. and basically it was just talking about. Um, how the creator is and what people see in J. Cole, if not better. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got a lot of sparks. I got a lot of DMs. A lot of people were coming at me with like the things, but I can hold my own. But most of the people, I'd get, I'd give them yeah. like a teaser. At I'd me. give them like a nine, like a ninety-nine dollars teaser, and be like, "All right, now listen to the rest on BDL. Listen to the show, boy." Yeah. Same thing happened with uh, Jake when we were talking about Damar uh, in there. He was like, "Don't get there." <laughs> he was like. I wouldn't know why, honestly. I was like, listen to the show. We got to... That's how you do it, bro. Hook, line, sinker. I you got to listen. I don't, I don't talk on the internet no more. Unless well, it's like something I want to talk about. Well, that's the thing. As nah, long as we're not going to talk Look, about it. No, for real. Hey, no, Kev. No, I haven't had to be on... I bring that motherfucker to this show. Because we got to save the best stuff for here. Yeah. We I can't talk. Too. We can't air bro, everything out. I'm just, I'm just not going to waste my breath. It's hard not to. More, bro. Yeah, no, it is. 100%. It really bro, is. Bro, people don't be educated enough to get formulated opinion. Oh. That's the shit that be... No, I'm tripping. I'm tripping. I'm tripping. I'm tripping. We forgot about the fans. Oh, we forgot no, about the fans. no, I wouldn't even say right. that out loud. If you they could only listen to one, <laughs> if you if you could only listen to one Travis Scott album for the rest of your year, for the rest of your life, what would it be? Has what, to be an album. Has to be an album. Uh, well, sorry, bro. I was like, yeah. that was. I knew he was gonna say that. Now I gotta. Do you want me to go? Yeah, what do you think? Ahead. Okay, mine's gonna be Astroworld. Ice. Like I said, recency bias lives heavy on me, but there's not a skip on it. There's just so many songs where I'll just be sitting in the middle of the day and be like, I'll hear like a 10 second clip of just the beat on TikTok and be like, all right, well, I have to go listen to that song at least now. Mm -hmm. And that happens all the time because the production is so good on that album. I've always been more of a fan of Travis Scott and aspect that one, he's obviously self-made as an original artist. Um, when he got the co-sign from Kanye West and really wasn't even an artist, he was just producing shit. Fucking Rodeo just embodies that. Like him and Chase B tapped in. Him and you know, obviously and Mike Dean. Like the production on it is just different. And like people don't understand. Like like for instance, he has now two one on there, and it's like, oh, and this is such a banger. You don't get the concept. Like he's literally talking about an instance that happened in Malibu. Like mm-hmm. that's in Calabasas. That's yeah. literally. A fucking zip code. Like, mm-hmm. he's not dumb. So it's like, people don't understand the concepts behind the music. And it's just like, man, like, 
I, I really enjoy that. I've always enjoyed that when it comes to like sneakers and fashion, music, like concepts really get me because I'm like more involved. So I really enjoy that album. Uh, for me, it'd probably be probably Astro World. Yeah, I think a lot of people are going to say like, all right, well, obviously, which one outside of Astro World? I'm going Birds to be real with you. That's just always been a I probably like Rodeo. Rodeo too? Or I've always, I don't know, Birds has always hung with But me. I like the, like, I think it's not too I like the one with the, the Chantel Jeffries version of, as long as this weapon is my jumper though, like, I love yeah. that part. But they took it out. I don't know why. And Maria, I'm drunk. Yeah, I yeah. like the original, original, original song. No, the first one that came out, and then he was like, you know what, this is too fucking good. And they changed it, took Justin Bieber off for three years, go to came it. back, put it on there, and it's not even on there the right way no more. Like, bro, that original fucking Maria I'm Drunk was crazy. This bro. The one would, you got a YouTube now? If he you dropped this, he got Shazam that bitch. <laughs> if he would have dropped this... Cut. This would have been his best song he ever made. Okay. He never dropped it. I want the song. I and before he retires or dies, I want the song. Yeah, right. Supposedly, once upon a time, I remember when I first was. I'm an OG Twitter vet. I remember seeing an article about this when this came out, and they were trying to say there's an alternate version that Young Thug made that features Travis Scott, but it never came out. Oh, I seen that. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, if I, I do make it in this industry. Once we do make it, I should say, once we do make it, and I have that little one-on-one, little family friends conversation, right. I'm like, bro, tap me in. I know what I'm doing tonight. <laughs> what, what's the word? Birds has the the Apple Digital Master on it. Mm. Oh, did it really? Yeah. So I'm gonna go back and listen to that tonight. But I just look at like the ends, goosebumps through the late night, goosebumps. Yeah. Pick up the Blues. phone, sweet, 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 sweet. Oh my god, just he doesn't put out bad music. Uh, That's tough because he doesn't have a bad album. Stupid. He doesn't have a bad album. I don't know. As I've continually like progressed with artists like Travis Scott, as I've been a fan and fandom like, and actually getting to see them live obviously enhances that like. You go back and you think like we're having this little nostalgic conversation, like from Al Farrell to 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 where we are now, about to get this Utopia album whenever he feels it's ready, bro. Like, look at how much shit he's changed. Like, it's just crazy. How much he's grown, yeah. Like, like, like that shit's immaculate. Was it too white sand? No. White sands. White sand was on culture too. Yeah, culture too. Then yeah, yeah. Nah, I like. I'm not that. even talking about like the features. That. I like that. It the grew, but at first it was like, that's the album as a whole. Yeah. That's, that's why everyone thought about that entire I, album. I did not like this one. And I heard it in the club. When we went, actually it's when we went to the club. The night that we went. Oh, yeah. Out here? Yeah. Okay. They played this song. Which one? Is your version of this? Yeah, he went crazy. Uh, I did not like it. He went crazy. I remember and that. now I like it. I remember It's actually kind of good. He went crazy on this shit. I don't even remember hearing this. It was on TikTok. I don't be listening, man. I be just living in the moment. This one he just dropped earlier. I didn't like it. The song? It's a it's a feature he did. Duncan it's recently. When it comes to albums, like I said, 
He killed that Dirt feature on What's the Heroes too. Him, little baby. He carried that song. He, he went carried crazy. That. He, he, he did that. both. He did both like, of their flows on the same fucking verse, bro. Like how the fuck? Yeah. Like we can, we can have a Travis moment another time, cause. Nigga. We gotta go. We gotta go. We got Nigga. too much to do. All right, it's so two weeks. Oh, I can't take this anymore. What are you guys' thoughts on another Pop Smoke album? Personally, I don't like it. I'll get on it. I'm happy for Pop. I, I take new music from him, but I'm just I'm nervous. I'm, I'm just I'm nervous. I'm nervous is a good word. Like, cause his body of work before, so you take "Shoot for the Stars, Out for the Moon" was great. Like they dropped it, I was like, "50s producing." It. I was like, "I don't think it'd be bad." It that was, album. and they said that like it was done, but like, so I was talking to Drew, mm-hmm. and Drew's a big uh, talking about talking to Mike. I was far away. Um, <laughs> Drew's a big Pop Smoke fan, but he was telling me that like he sent me a clip or whatever, and it's like basically talking about like his brother, mm-hmm. Pop Smoke's brother, and shit. Like they were on some sketchy shit. Mm-hmm. They're not like 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 they were like. When 50 was trying to go through it, like, they were trying to, like, basically ride off of Pop's fame, basically. Like, mm-hmm. family was changing up type shit. Ah. And it was, like, it was, like, 50 was, like, they was on some, like, sketch shit. Like, it didn't even look like they were doing some shit for, like, their brother at that point. It was, like, on some sketch shit. It doesn't surprise me at all, to be real. Greed That's is, the day and age we live in. Yeah, greed like, and being so slime and all but that. But, like, I think on this one, I guess this album that's coming out, I don't know the name of it, but, like, I guess, uh... Basically, his mom is, like, very upfront and personal. Like, she's, like, basically exactly producing it. So, like, most of the royalties are... How how much good music can we still pull out? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm curious to see how long it's going to be. I don't know, because, like... It's just... You got Juice World coming out with The Party Never Ends. I... (laughs) I just I don't I don't know man. I'm cool with one posthumous album because I think they've all been good. Like I don't think. But they were really... also right after their deaths. Too. Yeah. So like they were already in the, vocals, the works. Yeah. yeah That's what I said what I said earlier in the season, bro. It was just bogus. I just want to let them live. Like just rest in yeah. peace. It's literally in the acronym, bro. Let the motherfucker like go, bro. I feel like on a music standpoint. I'm excited just to hear the sound. I really don't have high expectations going into it. I don't want to. So, because yeah, if I expect I'm, I'm, high, I'm gonna get disappointed. Like, and it's not even, like that's a, I expect for me. It's not even I expect high. I just know it won't ever be what he wanted because he didn't create it. So I'm not gonna put my mindset on. Hey, this is going to get a Grammy. Fuck no. Like no, don't believe that for a glimpse. Like it could no. happen, but I'm not gonna have that expectation. That's, that's right. how you get disappointed. Yeah. So. I just I want to hear the sound. I'll enjoy it for what it's worth, and keep it pushing. Like I'm, more, I'm okay with a feature here and there, but like the albums need to slow down. I just like, like I was happy for Shoot for Sorry because I was like, you know, Fifty did it. He had the vocals yeah. there. Like that album like, was already in the works. But it's also like with, with like I don't know if you guys noticed, but like with like Pop Smoke clips, they reach <laughs> they reach for Pop Smoke clips. Yeah. So it's like motherfuckers is like. Oh, we don't know what to do. We don't know what to say. Yeah, like, like they just reach, and it's like the same clips, That's same videos, same photos of him resurfacing. Like, you ain't get that much out of you, kid. I didn't have that whole tour, like two years that he was popping or on the come up. Like, yeah. that's why I'm nervous. It's just like because he, like, if this is the last album and it's bad, there is no redemption because he can't. Well, like, like I think about it. Also, I think about like Juice World. 
I don't like that they're doing it. Juice World's caliber, who was freestyling a lot, yeah. you have a lot to pull from him. Yeah. Because he was known as a person like that. Juice, I mean, Pop was like, wasn't known as a yeah, person I was like, to go in there and just... There was stories of, like, of how much music Juice had in the locker way before he passed away. Facts. So, like, we had it sitting... So that one doesn't bother me as much. We didn't have those stories of Pop. So, like, I, I, I agree with you. Like, I feel like they're going to pull the same four things out... And turn it into sixteen tracks, and I'm just gonna I'm gonna be upset about it. That's know? real. So, yeah, that's real. That's what I'm nervous about. I don't know. So I'm split down the middle. Of the course, next, I want the new music, but I don't at the same time. So. The next thing that we have on the list is if Drake could have a versus versus anybody, hmm. who would his versus be against? That's so tough. Drake um, has hits, man. He does. Like. People like to try to discredit him and everything just because of who he is and where he's at. But, like, give this, like, it's to the point where he gets so much hate to these almost underrated to a certain point, which that's fucking ridiculous to say. But I, when you hate and people just try to discredit you all the time, it becomes to a certain level where it's like, all right, well, you got to give this man some type of props. Like, so it's hard to pick off the top of my head. I think Chris Brown would be kind of interesting. I'm trying to think of somebody that like I'm thinking like songs of the summer. Give me give me the verses in that aspect, you know? Like I thought Lil was 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 Dr- is Drake I, I forget like I, I might get crucified for this one. I don't get crucified. All right. <laughs> okay. I'll back you I'm up. I'm trying to see when his like when Drake was Drake. Like when did Drake come out? Because I feel like it was so long ago. Like, he was the king of last decade. He it was the artist of last decade. Yeah. No doubt was, about and it. And I know it was like, two, I want to say it's 2010, but it might be before 2010. What was like, well, that was what? When Drake became Drake to me, it was 2011. Would take care. But Thank Me like, Later. Like, Thank Me Later was there. But like. And then Houston and Vegas. Yeah. When did that drop? Um, let's, let's go. Look. We'll pull up his whole albums, not just what I have. There's a new single I haven't listened to. That's cool. Gonna have to go listen to that. So far gone was 2009. Okay, so it was around the 2009, 2010. 2009 to 2011. Take okay. your pick. You know, it's definitely, it can't be anything later than 2011 because I was taking Chris care. Brown's, what, like 2004? Yeah, I mean, you can't. What did Chris Brown? I was like, you can't. When, did, it, when did his self title drop? Put a date on that. Um, Chris Brown. I'm gonna try to, I'm trying to get there without clicking on a song and playing it out loud. Run It was 2005. Chris Brown was also 2005. Mm. So, like, that's tough. But after that, after that, you got Graffiti, right? It's like, whoa, the one before that was then Exclusive and then Graffiti. And then so, graffiti. And then so, you fame. got 2007, 2008. So, he had, like... He, he had, had four albums by the time Drake dropped his first one. Fuck! So, like, that's tough. But, like I'm saying, I'm trying to think of the last 10 years, Songs of the Summer... Because I thought about Wayne, but we talked about that debate already. Like Wayne, Wayne puts out albums too, so well, I didn't. I, wanna, I, put, I put Wayne in there. I'd be okay with it because you want to go hit for hit. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's a teacher and a student. Hell yeah, I'd go for that. I I'd almost thought. That. I almost thought about putting um, Jay Z at one point. I did. I it entered my mind, and I was like, "Let me." I was not. Like, I'm like, I let can't. Me not. I could do Travis. That'd be a little weird, a little different, but no, I, forget, I don't think that I think that'd be disrespectful to Drake. I yeah, like I said, that's a stretch, but I could see because motherfuckers it. was like doing that shit with. They were trying to do the one where they were trying to put Future against Travis. I was like, Future got my fucking hits, boy. Future and Drake. 
Would you do that? I would. Oh, is... Look up when same damn time came out. Let's see here. Quick with the fingers here. I feel like Drake would win that though. Between Drake and Future? Yeah. I agree. Now if you want to say that Future has better albums or like better overall, like but Drake's the Look, this was uh, Drake's calling two thousand eleven. Okay. Actually that's right around Dirty Sprite came out he dropped three albums in two thousand eleven. His true story came out in two thousand eleven too. That might be. That's a good because the timeline's almost the same. Yeah, racks on racks on racks. Who came down in 2010? Oh, with YC. With YC. Yeah. You have Magic off Pluto. Oh my God. With Ti on it. Those two songs were two of my favorite songs growing up ever. Really? Yes. I've. That was like that was back before I, who I knew. Like I didn't know who the fuck Future was at the time though. Like that was when I was just getting into rap music, where it was like. Look at me now. Was that song playing in Wichita? What? Like, we got racks and racks and racks. I don't know, but I know that I found it, and I was listening to it. I don't even remember, to be honest with you. I feel like it might have just been YouTube, like, you know, the autoplay. They'd just be pulling songs up. But Magic. Wala. Magic. Wala. I was a huge um, Ace Hood fan for a while with Bugatti. You know what that song's about, right? Uh Uh-uh. Wait, which one? Magic? Mm -hmm. That makes a lot of sense. Magic is so that's that song is timeless to me. I could, I could kick either one of those if, on and just what like what song if, if he pours out with Magic, what song does Drake put on against that? Against Magic, yeah. Uh, I feel like it'd be something off of So uh, Far Gone. No, not So Far Gone, but uh, Thank Me Later. Go Thank Me Later. You can do go go girl go. Oh, what's the song? Got your hair did, nails did, everything did. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Word. it wouldn't match up at all, but like, I love Find Your Love and Best I Ever Had on there. I, but you pull you pull those out when like Future pulls out his love songs. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's not a match, but if you want to go with the album, those are the two songs that stick out to me. Does every, does, in the question to you. Do you have to match it album to album year to year when you do the verses stuff? No. No. But they just pull out his. If That's I. usually what they did, because like, they just did the Batman, the Bow Wow, and, and uh, the Bow Wow and uh, Soldier Boy win. Yeah, and it was kind of like that. When if I had to pick a song to put up against like Magic, I would go like the language, or what's the other one off this album? Worst behavior, maybe. Like uh, yeah, worse. I don't know the styles. The styles conflict a lot, regardless of the album that you look at. I feel like. Okay, now I got a question for you. Huh. What song of future do you put out? If you're future, right? You're in the heat of battle. And Drake's like, fuck you, bitch. I'm starting off with God's plan. What song of future do you put out? I have a song um, in my head. I want to see what you say. If I had to go with future from that, if I'm looking at God's plan, that's so tough. Um... It's funny because, like, the first two tracks that came to my head both have Drake features on them. Uh, Where He At came to my head. Um, I got a song. Because you can't battle, like, you can't go into Drake's world and win. You can't. So I've got to bring something out of my world that would match up. So I think it would, I I would think something off DS2. Like, you could pick. Was yours off DS2 or no? No. No? Oh, no, no, no. I know exactly which one. I'm pulling, um, I pull Codeine Crazy. Okay. What is, um, 
what is it? March Madness. Yeah, that's, that's what right. I'm pulling. Yeah, yeah. 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 I had to look. I looked at it. And I was like, yeah, okay. March yeah. Madness. Yep. That's a good pick. No, no, that's a really good one. It might not be. It might not be. God's Camp Caliber, but it's his best song. Like play. I said, you can't walk into Drake's world and win. So you have to try to match up. Like what in my world would match up to that in his world? Like accomplishment wise, yeah. That that does that ticks the box. I think that man Samari had to go use a restroom, so he was not here for that part of the discussion. But we'll get into the next thing. He, he would have pulled something out too. I know. <laughs> he would have been like, "What's the thirteenth song on DS 2 He'd be like, "Whatever that one is, that's the one." Like, <laughs> all right, Betty Spaghetti. So what we got? Um, was that the last fan question? Or we got one more. So Samari's here, back from his team. What would you say? Chris Brown. Chris Brown. We said I brought Future. that up too. Yeah, Future, Future was one. Chris Brown. Wayne. Maybe Lil Wayne. We cut Drake. I mean Jay Z. Yeah, it entered my head and then it left. Travis Scott before the other way around. We said Chris Brown. Mm. We did say Chris Brown, but yeah, like, it would be. It's just like Brown. Chris Brown has. He had so many more hits before it, Drake even came in. He had yeah, four albums by the time Drake got his first one. That's not nobody's fault because he just came out at an earlier age. Like, we made the same debate when it was, like... Well, like, it's kind of hard, though, because, like, when you have a kid, like, who has kid fandom going against somebody like Drake, who, like, started, like, mid-adult, like... What, Young adulthood, yeah. yeah. Like, it's kind of hard because, like, that kid, like... Like, because like, I'm looking at, like, I'm looking at, like, the most... The most close one was like this past one with like with Bow Wow and Soldier Boy because they both popped off as kids. Like Bow Wow popped off as a kid, kid, kid. a jit, but like yeah. Soldier Boy had like everything. Team fandom, yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I it was mean, like where I make that debate is like this: like we had this debate where we had got into it that episode about Juice Roll and Pop Smoke. Pop Smoke, it's not his fault that he took over the game in eighteen months, and it's not. Juice Bros fault that he had four years to take control of the game and then was really grasping it as before RIP. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I'm not blaming him, but I would say Chris Brown because the quality of the music, like, there's no latency. They both sing, they both rap, and they both perform well I'm not going in the culture. Like, I think that's, no, I'm just, I'm just explaining it to why I'm that's why brought it up too. I yeah. think that, like, everything that Chris Brown touches, like, especially like, this new song, and acting too, and while they drop, like, they're just amazing. Flowing, yeah. The generational talents. I want to ask him that same question. Go ahead. So, so, say Future and Drake did one. Okay. And what song would, what song should Future pull out to battle God's plan? Which one, like, what comes to your head? Okay. A lot. I was like, but, I, I mean, I'm just a, a biased opinion, but God's plan. I was like, you got to think of the numbers. That's like the biggest song to date, too. What yeah. God's plan did. Mm-hmm. I think you would be subtle. I think you would do some petty shit and be like, oh, you pulled that out. I'm going to pull out Trophy, and then I'm going to bag you on mixtapes after that because he's going to come out with March Madness, Throwaway. Yeah. Like, he March wouldn't play. He made. played chess. Drake played chess, but he played chess with niggas that don't think. Like <laughs> that's real. March Madness is the one that came to our head too, so that's what. All right, so we're gonna get into a couple of that. We're probably gonna get through all of it, but we'll get into some of it. All right, so the to the Tyler Cole Tyler Cole thing. Yeah, back to it. Yeah, uh, basically what happened was somebody said on Joe, Joe Biden Cry, one of his quotes was like basically, Tyler the Creator is what everybody thinks J Cole is. Yeah. And da, 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 da. Everything that we give J Cole props for. 
Tyler ticks all those boxes, if not a little bit better than what Cole does. It off a little bit better. Yeah. A little bit better. Well, he checks all the boxes, and some boxes he does a little bit better. That's what he said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what do you think? I don't know. I'm not as big of a Tyler guy as either of you guys are, so I won't, being the cool fan in the room, obviously it'd be easy for me to just be like, fuck no. But, like, I... Like I said, I don't feel educated enough in Tyler's music to try to to try to give an opinion. But from what I hear from everybody else, I definitely don't think it's a egregious opinion. Like I, yeah, I definitely think there's a conversation to be had. First of all, regardless, pause vocabulary five dollar word of the day. Yeah, <laughs> egregious, very very precise, bro. So Expensive. like I think there's a conversation to be at least from what I've heard from everybody else talking about Tyler and like I think where Tyler would exceed Cole at would be the production part of it because I feel like he's a lot more hands-on in that stage. Well, so is J. Cole. Well, I know Cole, he yeah. is, but I feel like I feel like Tyler does well, that's what I That's why I said, like, I want to talk about that because, like, I was, like, I was talking to, I think it was Nick, and I was, like, everything that you see Cole do, Tyler does that, too. Tyler does, too. But the thing about it is, what made me change my mind about some things is, yes, J. Cole is very productive. He'll bring a live orchestra and he'll have everything. Da, 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 da. Yeah, yeah. Now see how Tyler Tyler had Pharrell and Uzi on the song. Mm-hmm. Pharrell being the great producer that he is, went crazy. To be like motherfucker, I don't want you to produce this beat. I'm gonna make the beat. You just rap. That's crazy to me. That's a lot of like. That's a lot of self confidence at that point. Like some people would be like, you're just being cocky at that point. I think I posted something better. the other day. I mean, he- he said it like I'm him to think that you're I'm a that nigga. <laughs> like, for real, but that's the thing is he Rex. backs it up like Rex. at least Rex. ninety to ninety five. This of the video, time. I love this video. I posted it yesterday. It just shows that he takes his it music is. seriously, bro. And that's what I was talking to somebody at work. There was one of the cashiers up front at work that was like, she's like, did you listen to Tyler's album or anything? She's like, I really like that because we were talking about the podcast and everything. And I was like, I haven't got a chance to listen to it. I was like, I've heard a lot of people like it. She's like, I don't know. She's like, I've always liked all of his music. She's like, I like him as a rapper and everything. I was like, the thing that I was like, I don't listen to Tyler as much as I should. But I was like, the one thing that I feel like he always does is he does not rush anything. Oh, no. Takes his time. The production is there. Like, that's why. And to also give yourself a time, like every other year he drops an album. But for every other year to make the album as good as you make the albums... Whether you think, whether you like it or not, whether he's your style, whether whatever your opinion on this argument is, like the thing that you can never say, like a sentence you'll never hear from somebody is like, "I don't know that new Tyler album felt rushed." Never, guy. That's the first time that sentence has ever been spoken in your life. Like, but he also like I was like I don't know. I think I was also at my grandma's house, so I was taking a lot more in, watching a lot more. Can I shine? Yeah, all the free time. I had all the free time, so I was just like absorbing a lot. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I was really like, it was kind of like, it took me back to Astro World where like, I kind of was just so excited to see what everybody's thoughts was on this mm-hmm. album. Yeah. And it got to that album. And I was like, yo, I'm just so fucking excited to see what people think. But it was so good that I think um, Anthony Fantano gave it either a seven or eight. I think you gave me one of those. Like, it was that good. To him. He's a hard grade. And he's, he's a, a hard, hard grader, grader bro. Yeah. So like seven to eight to him is almost like a ten. That's a that's a nine to everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's a nine and a half to everybody else. That's fucking crazy. A light, a light seven. <laughs> yeah, facts. <laughs> so we had I listened to it and I was like, bro, like I think I was talking to somebody yesterday. And it was like, like 
J. Cole got more hits, though. Think about it from this aspect. Put the same light, the same J. Cole went double platinum with the, the, the future. Put the same light on Tyler, the creator. Does it change? I was like, it's I was like, it's very tough. Like, And that's anything. I mean, I do you one even, even better. Take J. Cole's popularity out the books. Take Tyler. These are two artists making great music at the same time, right? Yeah. Now... The difference is J. Cole has more commercial success because of why. The same reason why he said it on the album. I came out a certain way and people just shunned me. I got canceled before he said it. Before so Twitter, Tyler? Yeah, before Twitter Fingers was a real thing. Oh, yeah. Because the way he came out off rip, he's made leaps and bounds in his production, music in general, lyrics, and whatever. Thing, yeah, and then J. Cole, J. Cole, J. Cole makes little bit Yeah, Jay-Z to back him up. Yeah, it's There's just so like, many people that just turn Tyler off. Immediately, just because of the way he lives his life, and like, but the real thing, whether he's gay or not, like, people would just be like, All right, well, he might be, so I'm not gonna listen to his stuff. Like, that's never like Cole's never had any type of like people would shut him down immediately. He's never dealt with that before. Well, like, even like whenever he was going like on Born Center and the whole rollout for that, when he was on the borderline <laughs> Christian thing, yeah, motherfuckers didn't say shit about that. Nope. Nah, right. I didn't hear no Christian talk shit about that, bro. Nope. I'm telling you, I didn't hear not hear nothing. Not a word. He questioned, he questioned the fuck out of Christianity so many times on Born Center, bro. Yeah. Yeah. He questioned it so many times. No type of hate. No type of hate, bro. But I listened to, like, what Tyler talked about in his album. He was like, I didn't hit puberty till 23. He says it again on call. He says says it again on, uh, on, uh, what's it called? In this concert, the Amazon thing, yeah. I watched the whole concert, and he was like, "He's like, I talk about, it. I, I didn't hit, I didn't hit puberty till 23, because there was a lot of things that I was doing that was like, okay, like I'm a, I'm this kid with a lot of money, I'm having fun with my friends, mentally, this and that. mentally, not thinking he didn't about hit that till 23. Yeah, he was a 16 year old for like seven years. Yeah, he said that, dead ass. I, yeah, yeah. I didn't even watch the concert. I 100, percent I agree with what he's saying. Yeah, he's not wrong. So like he lived that Yonkers in that 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 phase for like at least four to five years. 100%. So mentally, so then, I can I hundred percent understand where he's coming. When you watch that concert, he talks about and he starts going like I like it when, when artists do that when they talk stories about their songs. He talks about like um, she was like Cherry Bomb was the first album that opened me up. When you listen to Cherry Bomb, you can hear it. You too. can hear it. Yeah, you can hear it, especially like on a Find Your Wings. I dare anybody to try to like. Like go against him saying that because you can hear it. Like you know, like you're like ah, oh, he's capping. Like it's in the music that came out at the time. Like that's not like how how are you debating what he's saying at that point? You know what I'm saying? Like the reason why I know I like it, but the reason why I like run it up so much is just that intro, bro. Like imagine, imagine you're just this kid. You don't have good self esteem at all, bro. You just you're self esteem. That's how he grew up. Like, and if like, you go back... He was in that phase for seven years. Like when you go back to 2011, 2012, 13, when he really was highlighting on, like, his abstract way of presenting himself, like, he really highlighted on himself on why he was getting... Like, why he was so low, why he was so depressed, and all his family issues. But the main thing he definitely was t- kept saying is, like, people do not accept me. I'm a fucking 6'4", six, 6'5". Tall ass lanky black dude that fucking likes 
fucking like yeah. that's so random like, and anything, I'm already yeah. like already just like fuck you dude you're weird as shit and like like you listen to this it lived it you listen yeah. to this intro this intro is just crazy <laughs> as an artist is probably one of the best arcs ever in music like oh like because and some people try to disagree with you because they don't like the style on either side but Bro, like no you listen, can't i'm gonna talk about this like when you look at the the change like i said you may not like the yonker style you may not like the new style but like the change in between like you can't dispute the change itself that is it's one of the best arcs in music ever in any genre ever. Like, you talk about MGK going from rap to rock, Post Malone finding his sound. Like, I think X had a decent transformation from his SoundCloud days to his last two albums that came out before he passed exactly. away. Like, there's, a, like, people have had these, these like, growth spurts in music, and his has probably been the most drastic of all time, and I think it's been in a good way, too. It's the thing is, like, I was listening, I was on Twitter, the person who's listening to the show and he follows me, I'm sorry. I got to call you out, bro. This nigga, smart enough who is, said, <laughs> I can't listen to a nigga who paints his nails. That's what I'm talking about. And be like, this nigga's good. But, like, the title, the album was cool. Nigga, now, get off that shit. No, like I said, uh, but look, when has J. Cole, that shit. When has J. Cole ever dealt with anything like that? But then I Along put in, anything. I put He's in never dealt with that with stuff. Israel. No one's ever cut his music off for something that has nothing to do with his music. But like listen, but I put, but that's the same it, thing for those Detroit niggas that like Yachty. Yeah. That nigga paints his nails, but because that nigga paints his nails, you gonna blow that nigga off because of his music? Like that makes no on, sense. Bro. I make the come debate on, like this, like Come on, bro. I'm probably piss people off. I don't give a fuck. It's bro, childish. No. There's so many people on this on this platform that listen to us, and we appreciate that. But like, bro, if you're listening to trap artists and these motherfuckers is talking about how rich they are, but they mom's still working, that's not that's not that's not nothing to support. These niggas don't take care of their kids, but you support them though. Like that's 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 what you wanna that's what you wanna put. And then we have this old bla- like blanket. Of fucking security. Oh, you know, this Black Lives Matters movement is such a big thing. Little baby did this, this, and that for the community last year. And it's like, bro, you're supporting somebody who don't even support us. I was like, your so, favorite artist didn't well, say a the, fucking word about it. What the about fuck is your problem? Look at this. Listen, listen to this. Like, like that, bro. I'm telling you, let little Nas X say that. He ain't talked to his bitch in three days, nigga. It ain't gotta be this way. I'm down for the threesome. A male orgy, nigga. Niggas would have been like, turn it off. Turn it off. I can't listen. But I don't know. I was listening to I was listening to Genius and uh I love Sean Markman. 
He was like, the way that this motherfucker Tyler says this shit is so fly, it goes over niggas' heads. Yeah, dude, it, it, it goes over niggas' heads. That's the thing. And that's the funniest thing is like, you'll catch that. Mm-hmm. You'll catch that. I'll probably catch it. The people that discredit his music for those things, like I can't listen to him because he paints his fingernails, That's those are the people that that lyric goes over their head. That's Whoa. the best part about it. Is it skips over to people that would discredit him for that bar itself. Because niggas don't listen to that music. And that's the thing. One of our friends, I'm going to tell you who later, but he was like, bro, if you listen to the album, Tyler, he's straight. Like, he don't say no gay shit. Just because he says, what's your name, girlfriend? What's your name? 16 times. He literally says, nigga, I'm down for the threesome. Like, he's talking to a nigga in this song. My nigga tall, light-skinned with blue eyes. I call him Mulan. Yeah, like there's a bunch of shit, but you just didn't listen to it. And that approach that he comes with is different. different. Now, Little Nas X does it, but he's more out there with it, and it's a different conversation. Which I don't but think. She, but that's the that's what that's what I always said. Like I had this conversation with Shay a couple weeks back. Like being a, a OG Tyler Crater fan, like he's been doing this his whole career. He's literally put it out for people to interpretate. But it literally, like he said it himself, like. It's not a marketing tool, but it comes about as a marketing tool because you want to talk about me so bad in this bad sense that, fuck it, I'll let you do it. I'm going to just keep letting you keep talking about it. You're going to generate my name. I'm going to get the views from listening to it. It was, is what it is. I was True. talking about something before I said what I said. Before I played that lyric, what were y'all talking about? Before you played the... the yeah. Oh, damn. I don't even remember. You was, I think you was highlighting um, Tyler for being able to... Like the change, and like why it's changed so much, and then you can't yeah, argue it's changed. It, it struck something in my head. I wasn't talking. Ah, uh, you should have said uh, it before you played yeah. the lyric. You know better. You got to strike with an iron. I, don't know. I just, I just feel like because I haven't really spoken on it, I kind of just been letting y'all have y'all's way with. But like, in the grand scheme of things, he's like, just. Bro, I don't you know, can't. Like, you can't. Like, I, I don't care. You, if you call yourself a music head, or if you call yourself oh, a connoisseur in this shit, y'all were talking about the Black Lives Matter thing. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Y'all like, were talking about the Black Lives Matter. Let me talk about it before we'll come yeah, back. Yeah, don't yeah, you yeah, forget either. No, I'm, I'm here. I'm tapped in. <laughs> this is my favorite. I love this fucking verse. Yeah. I love this fucking verse. Play it for me. Little white bitch gonna say, "You need to say something about that. Wow. You need to say something about black." This first verse right here. That's just going over people's head too. But like, like that shit was crazy. Then he came in and was like, "What did he say?" He said, "Niggas be thinking I, I'm, nigga, I probably get my lyrics and send it to your ass." I was never hiding it, bro. Like yeah. that, that bro, that whole album is just crazy, like, bro. And saying that, like, where I was going with, it's just like. You call yourself this and that, music connoisseur, I'm this, I'm that, self-proclaimed, whatever the fuck, bro. Like, you cannot deny good music when you hear it. He makes good music. He like, makes great music, I mean, yeah, he right? makes exceptional music, for I, sure. But I'm bro. just like, I just don't understand, like, the biggest thing for me being a Tyler Crater fan, I've always been, like, had a huge, 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 like... I don't know why. I'm a different kind of fan when it comes to music. 
I'll buy merch and shit, but I'm not going to be overzealous in the point where some people just use their fandom as an excuse to be ignorant. Like, I got self-control, so I'm not going to take it that far. Because I remember when just the, the, the old... No, I'm talking about, like, when, like, the original OF fans had first started coming out, and it was, like, doing, like, mosh pits and shit, and then breaking people's legs and beating niggas' asses and shit afterwards, trying to bully niggas, like, bruh, you trying to take my socks? Fuck you. Like, it's not that deep. However... That's just a whole nother strand. But where I'm coming from with the music aspect, it's just like, you can't deny great music. You can't deny the fact that change is obviously inevitable. It's, it's, it's something that evolves and makes the sound even better. And you know what's even crazier about it is like we were talking about, I didn't really get the highlight on it. We made this, this uh, debate about how if like Tyler Crater and J. Cole are, should be on the same platform. I agree with that, again, for the simple fact that People try to try to say Tyler the Creator shouldn't be considered a, a rapper because he has no back a background story, and it's like, bruh, what the fuck are you talking about? If you're not gonna take the time to actually go back and listen and and, and hear and understand, don't formulate an opinion. Well, that shit exactly. is dead. That shit but it's is not dead. even that. It's not even that. It's like. It's like you can't sit here and say that he can't go against Kendrick and he can't go against Jay Z and then put the likes of Drake in there. I'm serious. Yeah. Because in the likes of it, Drake is a pop star. Yeah. Yeah. So then you tell him you can put that, but then take Drake out. If we want to go bar for bar, then Joey Joey Badass deserves to be in that spot. Yeah. 100%. So then it's like, make your criteria open. That motherfucker, Tyler, the creator, deserves to be in this spot. And I'm going to say this. I'm on my, my, some better for some Jays over I'm sorry. But there's a lot of people that have better rapping style than J. Cole does but his fans pushed him to the top I'm yeah. telling you that that is yeah. my boy's statement Wale is one of those people Valerie. I think you could say that about Valerie. just about anybody oh my God, at the yes. same time like mm, no because, I wouldn't say anybody wait, well not anybody but you know what I'm no, saying I, I, like, it's, it's, it's not it's just open for like, like they, yeah they might be good but like they they are better like they're higher on the ladder than the other guy because their fans pushed them there. Facts. Like, that's happened that a lot. Sense. So, yeah. I agree with you, but that's not just a J. Cole thing. Yeah, like, yeah, that, yeah. that happens in... That it's happens a anything, predominant J. Like, Cole trait. Music, it's a predominant J. Cole fan trait. The whole, the whole double platinum with no features thing was literally the thing. Wait, like, but if you listen that's to that... That's the key when we watch that, of that happening. When we watch that documentary, that nigga said, I got tired of that shit. He's like, I got tired of that shit. Cause I made, too. Because it, it made me go into every album like, shit, I got to do this shit with no features. Now I got to switch it up so y'all can shut the fuck up. Like, yeah. yeah, and I was never one that wrote off that. Like, yeah. it's it's a nice thing to fall back on, but, like, that can't be the only thing you talk about. Right? Yeah, that Because if be that's the only thing you're talking about, obviously you don't listen to his music. Because that's nowhere near the top that's five. The reason, the reason why, why you should. You can't formulate just, some shit just, just Tyler as a producer, like, you made Uzi sound like this. That's Uzi. To Uzi sound like this. Which that's what people are familiar with. So, I think that the key, like the cap that I'll put on this, and like I said, it's very easy for me to relate everything back to sports. Like, bro, mother, hold on. Motherfuckers be looking at the box score and then talking like they watched the whole game. Like, hey. 
Motherfuckers okay. be looking at 10% or looking at the numbers and be like, well, I'm an expert now. No, uh, I mean, he shot know. 11 for 18 tonight. He had an off night. Fuck you. He had 30. What are you talking like, about? Like, yeah, a hard cool. fought 30 against Giannis. Because this, like, this is, you want to talk about <laughs> box scores. Like, I'm going to get into sports for a second, but like, because game one, Jay Crowder was 0 for 8 from the field. He had one point. He had one point at the free throw line. He had the highest plus minus out of anybody on Phoenix's roster because. You, there's things that you do that don't show up in box scores. That's bro, the same thing in music. Bro, yes, yes, the same thing. Bro, I have watched this motherfucking finals, this whole playoff series, bro, yeah. and motherfuckers will sit here and be like, I mean, Booker shot this. What the fuck Booker did came in the fourth quarter, bro. He helped his team. Those shots Because it's big. easy. When you look at the box score and you're like, Ah, uh, he shot 10 for 30. That's ass. So, like, yes, that by itself might be bad. But, like, the, these three plays in the final two minutes won them the game. Especially yeah. when you look at it like, um, I think it was that game, the last game, the second the last game for that series for game the Clippers six? and Suns. Yeah, it was for the Suns. That one that I hit you up and we were talking about, and I was like, PG went off. His his stats do not show it. No, but that motherfucker went the fuck off in that second quarter, and that, it, co- it all comes back around yeah. the music at the same time because people listen to thirty seconds or they'll listen to two songs and be like, "Well, I'm an expert." Like you got to look at the whole. Body we'll talk about that next here. week because I do want to talk about that duration part. I hate when people but, don't fucking yeah. okay, listen yeah, to albums definitely. cover to cover. Like as as a just a fan of music, like what's the point of hypothesizing anything if you're not going to listen so to here, it yeah, cover to cover? That's the thing. Like, I'm okay. If you don't want to listen to cover, cover, like, cool. You can't talk about the album as a whole if you're not going to listen to the album get it. as a whole. Like, like, for instance, like I remember 2017, Chris Brown put out that 41-track album yep. compilation shit. Yeah. Uh, uh, beautiful, a beautiful... Uh, what I know it? what you're talking about. A beautiful moon. He ain't never no, put out... Uh, there's like Dark Moon or something like that. Yeah. He ain't never Chris, put out another 41-track. Uh, we know what you're talking about. Yeah, so... <laughs> Chris Brown put that shit out, and we're like, oh, my God, 41 tracks? I'm not going to listen. That's your fucking problem. You waited three years. You waited three years to get a full project from him because he kept was doing, like, the little, like, Tiger and him shit, and you do features here and there. But he didn't really want to make no albums because he told he said, it, like, I'm curating something big. Drops that shit with some fucking bangers on it to this day that have not been recognized, and it's like, uh, I mean, but it's like that's how people try to discredit the album. Trash. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna listen to 41. It's like somebody tried to make a comparison. I remember when it came out, 41 out, uh, 41 songs on the album. That's like a girl sending me a paragraph. I'm not gonna read this shit. Like, what? We gotta what? save some of this because we're gonna talk about this next week too. Shit, but like, like I said, I, I didn't listen to the album cover to cover because I was one of those people. Who was like, I can't listen to 41 songs because I have to sit down and I can't do anything else if I'm gonna truly listen to yeah. it. So I was like, I'm not going to sit down and talk 41 songs. That's why you never hear me talk about that album. You'll never hear me tweet about it. I'm going to be like, that album was trash. I don't know. I didn't listen to it. Motherfuckers but, be listening to snippets and then grading albums. You can't do that. That's not how this, that's not how this bro, goes. I'm not even that's real, but that's our generation, though, man. That's the day and age we it's live in. It's that hyperactive, hey, I have access to fucking everything because I have an iPhone in my hand. So I feel like my two cents fucking matters. It doesn't. Not all the time, anyways. Yeah, like, and but if yeah, it, we have freedom of speech. I'm not taking that away from anybody. Let me, no, let me, hey, let me come correct, but fucking save that two cents for somebody that wants to hear it. I just want to. This is ridiculous. I do want to shed light on it. Like, I think it's good. Like, okay, he made this motherfucker sound like an angel. Who? 
People said that's his best verse. Personally to me, I'm not a big young boy fan. I like a couple of songs, I won't lie. Yeah, I'm not either, yeah. He wrote People have been talking about actually I'm not even gonna we're gonna Motherfucker, do a whole nother I have to tell you this. Too. I'll tell you this. Before we go, I'm gonna say what I was thinking. He brings the you hear this beat, right? Yeah. He brings the best out of this nigga, bro. I just, What makes so like I wouldn't say it's easy to be a good producer, that but to me what good. separates like oh great from like one of a kind, what separates Pharrell and what I think is starting to separate Tyler is like when you listen to a song and you listen to how it sounds, and it sounds like he got the vocals and then made the song around it. Like he create it sounds like he created the beat around Wayne's. So verse. this song right here was supposed to be for uh him and ASAP Rocky. I remember hearing about this. This part right here. This part right here was supposed to be for fucking. Uh, this part right here was supposed to be for ASAP Rocky. For Rocky, I, yeah. I watched this. This whole last part. people on deliver for like weeks sometimes and I feel really bad about I, it. I guess I guess they said that it was like he was trying to chase Rihanna at that point. Yeah, I was gonna say I feel you like he's gotta hit him back. Be like, no, listen, my mind is different. different place. Though. It's different though. Like it's hard like I'm a huge ASAP Rocky fan too because wow but it was said that in this time frame also it's gonna be this. I yeah. I this he talks yeah. about it. He says that he had a mic. It's like this. Mm-hmm. And it's like it's so like raw and uncut yeah. that he literally one taked it. Yeah. It's a true story. Yeah. And niggas was trying to find it. And he one taked it. He didn't he didn't even put no ad libs, no adverbs, no 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 ma- he didn't master it. So what you hear, like what you hear it's on this the raw track. is the raw track. Like this whole thing is I love what I was This is the raw track. That's how you can That's again That's another place where I was talking about What separates Great from one of a kind Yeah That's another thing When it comes to artists too If you can sit down And one take some shit Not a lot of people In the game can do and that And that motherfucker's song Is three Is eight minutes It's an eight minute song 
that he just talked. Fucking just lost my train of thought. God damn it, y'all. My fucking. I headbutt both y'all right now. Go ahead, go ahead. I forgot. No, I'm lost sorry. It, lost it. I just, I had to, bro. Like, I've been wanting to talk about this album nah. drop for a minute, bro. If you want to hear more about it, listen to the album review. Like, no, if you want to hear more about it, just <laughs> listen to me. this. <laughs> like, <laughs> what is it? What do you feel like you're in when you listen to this first part? Like an expensive restaurant. Now watch the cut. I wash my hands for a piss. Bro, what? Yes. It's there. I need to go listen to it. I don't know. But like bro. I said, I've been so about heavy on Cold oh, 3. That's what I was going to say. Go for it. ASAP Rocky, like, what I was going to say was a lot of people don't understand, like, that we haven't had a, a full ASAP Rocky project since testing, and that came out in 2018. That was his experimental album. He was on a lot of. Uh, uh, psychedelics and he's not by no means of shy to say that so in this go around I respect Tyler for how we punched that cause they're bros enough to be able to do that shit it's respected and he's always up front with how he is he's just a blunt person but where I kinda got like I'm not gonna say I got pissed off but I was just like eh it's just like as an artist you you have to put yourself in a, a space where you're limited to distractions yeah like when you're tapping in like He's working on this other sound, and he's supposed to be coming back with this, like, renewed, old ASAP Rocky, I'm a rap type shit vibe to it. Like, I'm from New York. I'm, I'm pumping this out. Like, I have my fun. Like, you got to make that sound be genuine. So for him to be like, I, I wanted you to be on this song, and you got you didn't want to be a part of it, I could understand because they're bros. But I was also like, you locked yourself away for years at a time like you gotta you gotta you know what I'm saying there, there's an endless amount of opportunity in between that shit you know what I'm saying I so understand like, it from both sides yeah you know like yeah. it's it's a gray area I also wanna say I think Which what makes a, I think what makes a rapper really good is that when you listen to their album you can't just listen to the song yeah you have to listen to it everything yeah. I can't listen I'm telling you this now I, I mean this I can't listen to this album and listen to one song. No. Same thing with Igor. It's how I have to start that bitch from the beginning and go down. And people may come after me for this. That's how I've been listening to Culture 3, too. Like, I've been up at the top. I'm going to run that bitch like, through. And granted, I may get just, more hype during a certain three-strong stretch than the next. But it's that's just... That's the sound you want to listen to. The album is... I, I love that album. So, like I said, I've been scared to listen to Tyler. That's how I'm going to be next I've no, been in, two weeks. Two I've been, weeks from now. I've been enjoying Culture 3 because I know the second I listen to Tyler, I'm probably going to stop listening to Culture 3. For I don't know. I don't that's, know, man. I, I've stopped listening to everything really? else. I've listened to two other... Like, when I'm talking about like, my daily rotation, there's been two other songs that I don't know why they've come up, <laughs> but they've popped into the rotation. Nav. Where I'm I just, no, not even that, even. Mm-hmm. Like, I haven't listened to Nav in a week or two. Wow. Maybe even longer. Like, I turned on... I don't know why. Don't ask me why these two songs have added to the list. It's been Culture 3, but I'll start off. I'll go into my album music, Moonwalking in Calabasas, the remix with with Blueface on it, because he killed that shit. I'll put Mia with Bad Bunny and Drake as play next, and then I'll play next the entire Culture 3 album. And that's that's literally... Anytime I open my album music, that's what I'm kicking on. Those two songs, Culture 3 all the way through. I don't know why. Fuck the remix. Yes. Uh, it's just been stuck in my head. 
It's to the point where I don't even know what I'm saying, but I know enough of what Bad Bunny's saying that I've started to rap in Spanish. We're we're expanding the game. That's what we're doing. Yeah. I gotta find that. Thing. I don't know, man. Like that's another that that's bro. First of all, if 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 we, gotta get, we get an ASAP Rocky album, be sure to tap into my album review. I'm just gonna. I'm like, it's I'm gonna be out too. Like that's something I'm definitely gonna. No have. type of waiting. Like, like I have. I didn't do the Tyler the Creator one because Shay did it. And I really enjoyed it, so I wasn't gonna beat a dead dead horse because I feel like I just, there's an aspect I told to it. I was going to multiple overlap. weeks before it, I was just ready for. Oh no no no, no no no! I'm not I'm not I'm not I'm not mad. Like you definitely like for sure. If you haven't listened, definitely stop this. Go back, listen, come back, pick it up. Okay, cool. Anyways, uh, <laughs> like when when he did it, like I I would come a little bit different on certain things, but like it was very well said, and, and I mean. Debatably down the road, I might do something like for a 2021, like big album reviews, like which were albums stood out. I'll probably do something around that time or some shit. But like, I really just enjoyed it for what it's worth. And I was like, I don't, I don't want to replicate that shit. Well, that's the thing is when it comes to good like, music, yeah. like you guys have different music opinions on a lot of things. Yeah. But when it comes to stuff that is truly as good as this is, yeah, 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 you guys yeah. pull the same things out. That's the yeah, thing. So yeah, I understand yeah, where you're yeah, coming yeah. from. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to be the dead horse. I mean, the only thing I could probably do differently is just implement like my my knowledge of being a fan before he was. Yes. Yeah. That's about that's, that's it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I it's like, yeah. there's no point of even trying. But I will say this, though. I'm going to have debatably, debatably. Oh, I can't even say that. I was going to drop a bomb on here. Gosh darn you it! Say it? I can't say it. All right, you like, better remember because I don't no, know it's a tough. No, it's a, no. I will. I, I, what, I, I, got you, I got you. I think also what makes you a good rapper it's is when you can bring line. stuff like this. Like he's a good performer, bro. I told y'all this before, but look. Pause. <laughs> Like, he's a good performer. Again, he's gonna be trying to formulate opinions. You're not in the atmosphere. I don't blame him. Yeah. And then there was a part where he was like, somebody was like, he was like, yeah, this thing is just a. Uh, he was like, this concert is brought to you guys by Amazon uh, Music. I hope you guys, you know, go fuck with them. And somebody was like, fuck Amazon. He was like, nigga, you just bought toilet paper from them last week. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, the person, and then he was like, yeah, so y'all shout out to Amazon. And everybody started screaming. He was like, oh, now we fuck with Amazon because I just told you that it's from Amazon. <laughs> and that motherfucker is funny as shit. Okay, let's get into some sports. I'm not going to get into it. There's a lot of things that I didn't get to cover, but we got into that topic. I really didn't want to talk to y'all. I knew that, it was so. about to, it's been two weeks. Yeah. This is bound to happen. I'm honestly surprised that it didn't go on for longer. 
I appreciate you. Yeah, I got I to get your <laughs> shit in. Vince Staples drops this week. Don't forget, Vince Staples has his uh, self-title dropping this week. Uh, Megan, we're going to talk about Megan, the baby, and Tory Lanez next week. We'll get into the BET Awards. I won't forget about that. Meek and Travis got into a fight. Hopefully, we have more information on that to talk about next week. Yeah. It, it was a, a verbal application. Fuck Meek Mill. I don't fuck with you now. But I like some of your music. Fuck so my rapper. Uh, I would say I pitched him, and that motherfucker still rap. <laughs> You're not wrong, but he came at his favorite artist. Yeah. I see where he's coming from. No, I mean, yeah. Push Iesty is uh, still being held in federal prison for until mm-hmm. his trial is up, which will no begin for a prime. For the, <laughs> How to put that out there? I his primarily, what is it? Pr- preliminary, preliminary hearing. Yeah. Yes. On July 22nd. Yes, sir. All right. One, two. So we are now into the sports edition side of BDL. We're going to do a different format. Owen has a different format, so I'm just going to let him man it. We're testing it out. Mm-hmm. We're going to see what happens. We got to get the important shit, though, first. We're taking all If you guys have anything that you guys think, and if uh, especially if you run a podcast or if you do more radio, stuff like that, we would love to. But if you listen to podcasts, we will take it. anything that you have Any to say. Any opinion you have. Like I yeah. said, it may not be employed. There's certain things that you'll say that we'll be like... Uh, it won't work for us, but I'll always take it because if even if I don't employ what you tell me, mm-hmm. there may be an idea that I spark from it that, that yeah. I would not have came about myself. So, but yeah. as always, tread lightly. <laughs> tread that is lightly. real. That don't, is real. Don't, yeah. don't, don't, like I said, don't get the shit don't, twisted. Bro. Don't be upset if I don't employ exactly what you told me, but yeah. it may spin some other so, shit. So we have fan questions. I want you to do everything that you think is most important first. We're going to do those two games first. We're going to try to fool into a dozen. Then. Go. So you want to go games first? Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. So we'll go games. If you got fan questions, they're coming. I put them in with the, the topics themselves later on. So they're here. If you don't hear your fan question today, we like I said, it's been two weeks. We've got a lot. I still have them on the script. I've got them highlighted in a different color. They're going to be next week. And if they're not next week, they'll be on the bonuses. So they're coming. All right. So uh, there's a lot of older people. So the thing basically the game is I'm going to say somebody. <laughs> I'll say, like, Michael Jordan or something. Mm-hmm. And you say before their time, or they should have played earlier, so they should have played in this league now, or what they played that was good enough. Okay. Before okay. their time or, like... Yeah. Okay. So, the first one for you guys is Larry Bird. Before his time. 100%. Larry Bird... I don't think people realize how good Larry Bird was, especially before the injuries. Larry Bird ain't right now, I think. Like, if people may come after me, like... Look at the tape. Look what he did. And you want to talk about trash talk, too. Like, I don't know. He fits well because his trash talk was perfect for the era that he played in. But his game alone and the way that the three-pointers use now, he'd be a, a, a fucking animal in today's league. So I think he's before his time. I think he was where he needed to be. Um feel like Larry Bird's bag developed better as he got older for the simple fact that he got injured so early in his career that back injury set him down and he had to do things a different way which is why he was like not so elusive around the basket started yakking that bitch yeah i agree with you yeah like i said that one could go either way yeah all right sorry uh, tom brady still going through his prime bro yeah, i was like this i don't know different. that's tough. I, I i still i still think it was it's one of those situations where it's Right on perfect timing because he's changed the game for pocket passers. We've shifted into a more athletic league to where it's like you're not elite, elite or a bigger, you know, prize to get in a trade or some shit if you can't use your legs. So 
him using the ability to use his mind and that damn right arm of his just capitalizes on why he's so fucking good. That one's very, very tough. I think he's right in the sweet spot. Because like you said, we're going into a league where more mobile quarterbacks are more often. But at the same time, like he's dominated. He's also a guy where I feel like he could be ageless. I feel like I could throw Brady in the 70s and he'd be fine. I feel like maybe 10 years from now, maybe, I don't know. The game is evolving. We'll see if it goes full-fledged towards mobile quarterbacks. But I I think he's right in the sweet spot because he's ageless to me. Okay. Next is Victor Cruz. Oh, man. Um... That's another tough one. Just because of how his career progressed itself. I'm going to go right in the sweet spot, I think. Um, I think right where he played, his route running was what separated him. And today's game is a lot. Like, you run a 4-4, you're going. You run a 4-3, you're going in the first round. Like, look at Henry Ruggs. Like, he was drafted off his speed alone. Speed is a lot more in today's game. Route running isn't as refined as it was. But, like, him and Chad Ochocinco... Footwork was the thing in the 2000s, the 2000, 2010, 2015 window. I think he was right in his spot, I think. I think he'd still do good today, but I think he, he was right where he should have been. So, I agree. I don't think that it's a matter of his game, like, that would be comparable per se to now or, like, right now. I just think it's one of those things where it's, like, he would evolve regardless. Yeah. Like, like. And his injuries messed it up. That's yeah, why, yeah, that's why it's say, really hard for him. Yeah, his prime got cut short. I literally was just about to say that. Yeah. Like, but his injuries, that would be the thing I would know. But that might be a benefit to him now because there's so much better technology. Agreed. So he might have not have gotten injured as more, as much or as, like, severely. It may it may not have hung around the way. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That, yeah. Next is Floyd Mayweather. Before his time. Even though... Even though... He's probably the the best defensive boxer to ever put on gloves at that you know he elite is. state. No, I mean defensively this, he is. Yeah, I, I mean I, w- no, I would say the same. But uh, you I'm know, okay I, with what you say. Yeah, but That's my in that in that sense, like I just feel like it's been something for me as a young boy. Like I didn't know what really boxing was coming from a boxing family until I got until my preteen years and I really could dissect and understand what it was and like. The way that he comes and, and, and attacks and just the way that he delivers himself in the ring is just something that's unworldly. So I feel like it's the before it's time. Because we're never going to get that again. He's like, he's like, a guy that's timeless to me. Like he could you plug and play, he's going to be fine. I think he fits better right where he's at than he would before. Because before boxing was like, you got to knock people out. You know what I'm saying? Like all the guys that you remember yeah. – well, also, or or it was a combo. Well, like Muhammad Ali was the combination of power and speed. Like Mike Tyson, like, Mike Tyson's like pure back, power. Back then, when you're going against people like like Butterball, Butterbean, or whatever, yeah, like niggas that's just big, so they're trying to knock the fuck out of you. Yeah, speed was not back that in the day. Guy. Back in the day, that's why Muhammad Ali was so easy to separate yeah. because he was both. Mike Tyson's pure power. Floyd was speed. Amanda Muhammad Ali was both. Yeah, Evander Holyfield was power. Like power's the thing back in the day. So I still think he would have done good. That's a testament to how good he is as a defensive boxer. Yeah. So I think he's timeless. Right. He, he fits everywhere. Colin Kaepernick. Before his time. Definitely. Way before his time. Definitely. On the field and Definitely. off the field. Definitely. Before his time. 100%. Uh, Tiger Woods. Way before his time. Definitely. But at the same time, I don't think golf is the way it is today without, without golf. Okay. He shaked the game. 
when he came back and people were like, can Tiger get back to where he was? No, that's how good he was back then. But also, if he wasn't as good as he was before, the game of golf is – it's so competitive now because you had guys growing up be like, I want to be as good as Tiger Woods. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. basketball wouldn't be the same without MJ. It's the same thing with golf and Tiger. Yeah. I, I agree. I'm All not right. going to be no dead horse. Yeah. Serena Williams. I honestly think she's timeless. I would agree, She's yeah. probably – if not, no. She's definitely, in my opinion, the best female athlete that the, ever did it. Yeah, tennis or not. Yeah, no, for sure. Peyton Manning. <sighs> Damn it, man. I think he was kind of in the sweet spot with Tom, but I can plug and play. Like, mentally, I could. Oh, no. I don't think you could go back because it wasn't a pass. Listen to my words closely. I know I just said that the league is shifting towards more athletic, just pocket passes, or not not pocket passes, Roman quarterbacks and shit, but I feel like he would be prolific now just for the simple fact that he knows how to throw the fucking ball. We're just now so, starting that yeah, switch. And with that being said, there's a lot of coaches that just like a throwing quarterback. I will make you athletically better. That's what conditioning's for. I need you to throw a 15-yard slant with 15 fucking fingers in your face. Can you do it or no? Like, that, that's what I want. That's, that's right. Yeah, like, for real. The, and he could go in and take up. Uh, he can go take, uh, what's his name? And like, he knows. Aaron Rodgers was out. He could go take Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, his his yeah. knowledge pre-snap. That's what I'm saying. The scheme, the scheme and his mastermind playing up in his cranium, that large-ass dome is. He fits now. Yeah, that shit. He could he he could fit now. He fit where he was, and I think he could still do pretty well back in the day. Just because when it comes to pre snap, no one's ever been better. No one no one reads the defense the way Peyton Manning does. So if you want a testament to that, I, I have a story about it. Obviously, you probably heard the Ed Reed story with him, but I don't. For the sake of time, I'm not going to get into it. <laughs> Giannis before uh no mm-hmm. not before his time timeless. He's timeless. He's a guy where I could throw him back. I put Giannis timeless. in the '90s, and I think he's better than he is now because that's and, what the game was. And people, was, people would make the debate like, "Oh, he's he's not fucking aggressive enough, or he's not tough enough for the like the bad boy Pistons, bro." I'm trying to tell you, bro. Look, six eleven, two sixty, two seventy, and. I'm dunking on everybody. I don't care. Like he's, he's, he's faster. He has than, the body to go he, through people. That's he's the thing. faster than most of the the league was at that time. I wouldn't say that he's. Like, I'm sorry, bro. Like, he doesn't fit now, but he definitely fits the '90s better than now. I think just because the way that the game is. Made. Yeah, because he's a back to the basket. You everybody can see wants him to shoot going the ball. Malone. Everybody oh, wants yeah. to. Well, differently, he though. He would have destroyed. Malone Malone had his strength, but Malone's footwork was on a different Thank level. You. Giannis's power is what I think would fit yeah. him well in the. His length is just uh, ridiculous. Next length is has never been seen before. Naomi Osaka. Ooh. I think it's a little bit too early to call, but if I had 100%. to make a, if I had to make a bet, I would say timeless. For the simple fact that she's evolving her game so graciously already. Like she's young as fuck. We talked about Tiger. Like she's and, young as fuck. We talked bro. about Tiger and Serena. I don't think no Naomi Osaka is what she is today without the influence of Serena Williams growing yeah. up. So that one's tough. That shit's tough. But different. it's too early to tell. Canelo Alvarez. Oh my God. Debatably the best pound for pound boxer. I, uh, we were talking about defensive boxing in Floyd. He's, he's in, fucking in different, bro. If there's a conversation being had, Canelo is there. Canelo is different, bro. Uh, I say timeless. I would say timeless too. 
defense. The way that he just trains is what always too good me. At, at defensive boxing not to excel in any era. Yeah. 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 I need to sit up. Mike Trout. Damn. I think this is the perfect era for him. I'm not saying necessarily. It's the perfect would, era. I don't. I'm not gonna say it negate like he wouldn't be better then or now. I just think for now it's so the way he's so dominant is the way that he prepares himself and the way that he knows the game of baseball. Yeah. I'm not gonna say like oh if he was in the 50s, 60s, 70s, whatever that he wouldn't be dominant. He's athletic by himself. I get that, but with the you know. I would say his endorsements, the way that he trains, is what makes him as prolific as he does. Like, um, like that's what I would say. I'm not as knowledgeable as about how the game of baseball has evolved in the last 50 years, but what Mike Trout's doing, like, a player like Mike Trout doesn't come around often because he was drafted and then within two years was in the majors. That doesn't happen in baseball. Like, his talent is there and his work ethic is there. I think he would succeed in all areas just from who he is. Albert Pujols. Timeless. I think he's. I think he's before his time. You talk about Ooh. the power hitting in baseball today. Like if Prime oh, Albert Pujols was around that's around now, like that's dangerous. But that's why. I, that's the he's a New why. York Yankee. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, that's what I say. I, <laughs> I, I, that's why I said timeless because of his power about hitting the ball. Like it would be utilized in the air. In the last two, Paul George. Oh my gosh, that one's really tough because. The only thing, the Look. only knock, there's one, there's one knock against Paul George. The problem is, is that it affects all facets of your game. It's the consistency. He's so streaky here and there. His defense, I think he could excel in the 90s and before then, but his perimeter shooting and, and the versatility he has. The thing that holds him back is that some nights he goes for 40, some nights he goes two for 40. That's the issue. Not that number, obviously, exactly, but you know what I'm saying, yeah. I would agree, but the reason why I say Tom Life is because, like, bro, like, there's not a lot of them in the league no more. I'm talking about straight buckets. I'm talking, I need this now, give it to me, he's going to deliver that. And a lot of people don't understand that. And if you want to debate this with me, one, at me. If not, two, go on YouTube and look at USA, the old one-on-one tapes. He's cooking everybody except for KD. And that's because KD's the best scorer right now for a reason. His yeah. six, it's seven-foot Jordan. You're not stopping it. Next. 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 <laughs> Next. That shit pissed me off, bro. Next. Right. Next I got um, Chris Webber. Before his time. Definitely. Well, I don't know. No. Because he fit well. He fit well with the play style and everything. But, like... Chris Webber's play style, like, I mean, Zion plays today, Giannis plays today. He fits in that same category to me. I say before his time and the simple fact that he didn't really get to exploit his talents, I don't feel like. I personally feel like he was the most skilled out of that. What was it? The Fat Five, right? Am I not? Am I? Am I, I don't know. I'm pretty sure it was him, Jalen. They all went to. I'm not as versed on college, hey, college basketball. Uh, I'm pretty, all right. We're going to see from the league. Uh, Chauncey Billups. Oh my gosh, timeless! Yeah, the original point guard. I'm timeless, sorry, I can't, man. I can't disrespect. He fits well. I'm just sorry. About anywhere, yeah. I'm sorry. You think he do good in this league? Fuck yeah, he give puckets because he has a mastermind. He has a chessboard in his damn head, 
and he's nasty. I think he would do okay. Like, Bro, he's I mean, a six-two guard that was lengthwise a shooting guard, but had the mindset of a one guard. He's cooking you one on one, and he's decent at defense. Like, I mean, I can't ask for much more than that. I and think his leadership, he'd be okay today. the leadership impact on and off the court. He wouldn't be as prolific because of the way that the three pointers used in today's game, but he would still definitely be there because, like, Rondo's still made. Uh, yeah. an amazing career for himself, and he's gotten better. But we're talking about Prime Rondo never shot more than 30% from downtown. In today's game, like I said, he's gotten a lot better. But in today's game, like, I think he yeah, still see, do okay. Right yeah. there at Michigan. Yeah, boy. Okay, yeah. I had to double check. Look, I had to make sure. Right, yeah. All right, so look, Man, we're going to do one because this is, oh, no. Okay. You have your topics in your head that you want to go. Yeah, you have I got it ready. Yeah. All right, so we have to do two just because of the time. All right, so ready? Uh, um, this is the pitch. Yes. Okay. Derek Fisher. Damn. Okay. Okay. You got it. Yeah. Derek Fisher. Um, Samari. It's tough. It's tough. Got to pick one. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. Though. We want to just do one for sports. Yeah. Okay. That's fine with me. Yeah. Um. Test him a little bit. Don't do baseball. No, 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 Shane Battier. Easy. Okay. He's a Duke fan. Okay. Come on now. Uh, <laughs> smart pull. That's, <laughs> That's a great it. pull. Because it's difficult, but at the same time, it's not as difficult yeah. for you. Are you guys ready? Yeah, yeah, I'll go first. All right. Samari, I mean, Owen's going first. Okay. And Owen's minute starts. Wait, 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 wait. This is, I know what it's for, but what is the argument? We're just trying to pitch it. It's the same pitch. Oh, like, yeah, if, yeah, yeah, okay, okay, okay. If you know, draft day pitch We'll probably have guy. to do one more just because I have to do 2v2. Y'all can knock through it real quick. Let's go. Come on. Yeah, yeah. Let's not waste Just time. think right. of your two players while we do these. All right. Ready and go. So the thing with Derek Fisher is a very interesting prospect because the thing about D. Fish is that he, he fits the game in so many aspects, and he's never been a guy with a big ego. Like, he's been the superstar player before. He's He's done all these things, but he also played next to Kobe and never had any issues with taking the last shot here or there. He was always ready. He's hit the game winner, but he's never was, like, upset that the play was drawn for Kobe, if that makes sense. The lefty does it all. Um, I mean, the playmaking speaks for itself. He's a a great distributor of the basketball. And he's another guy, and you can see it, obviously, with his extension into his coaching career now, that this guy has the mind for the game. Whether, even if we're talking about 37-year-old Derek Fisher, who's not anywhere near where he was in his prime, he still brings so much to your locker room because of what he does mentally before, during, and after the games. All right. Fun yeah. fact, my sister, shout out to you, Greg. Dad looks like a dark-skinned Derek Fisher. I swear to God. I need to see a picture, yeah. No, I'm dead ass. They're damn near the same height, same body <laughs> style. Like, I swear to God. Is he left-handed? Yes. Yep, hey, man. He's dead. You got it made, bro. Shout out to you, Mr. Brackman. No, right. no cap. And tomorrow's minute starts now. So, if you want to talk talent, 
There's nothing to look past in Shane Battier. I'm talking, it starts in Duke. The great basketball college franchise set him up with a different approach on basketball, which set him up to be what he was in the league. A very, very prolific career. Some himself on extreme defense. And whoever was your bucket on that team was going to get a very tough and arrogant, ball-headed, light-skinned dude. He was not shaking up on a simple two-move kick out or on a ball screen. You know what I'm saying? So, I feel like Shane Battier was definitely something that was special. All right. Ready? So, Samari's going to go first. You have, uh, what's his name? Quarterback for the Raiders. Derek Carr. Derek Carr. And Samar, and then you have Drew Locke. Damn. Damn. <laughs> All right. All right. Damn. All right, let's go. All right, ready? And Samari's minute starts now. So, Drew Locke, Derek, Derek Carr. There you go. We need everybody on one accordance. We move at one move. We move on one move. Whatever. Another thing that really is should be highlighted is the fact that he's very consistent. His ball IQ is very, very superior. He doesn't throw a lot of it, like reckless throws. If he doesn't, he'll take that lick, and that's something that I would definitely need in my franchise. Take that lick and keep kicking. Nah, for real, because he'd be taking some fucking shots, bro. But, I mean, look at the fucking conference he's in. Like, All right, it ain't easy. It ain't easy. And Drew Locke, the minute starts now. So the thing with Drew Locke is very tough to sell. Because we haven't seen a ton yet. Valid. But the thing that I will sell you on is I don't think Drew Locke and, and you think you're good enough. Those are things that you should be able to fix within himself. Valid. Very well said. And Owen? Sports. All you, bro. All right. So start off today. The quick bullet point we got right before we started. Um, Tokyo is going precautionary things so it doesn't spike while the Olympics are happening in Tokyo, but it's concerning nonetheless, because you can't really displace the Olympics two weeks before it happens. So, 100 meter, because the suspension would have been up before that event would have been played. So, like, if she didn't get ruled out for the entire Olympics, it was only for, like, a certain stretch of events. She could still do the 4x100. She wasn't selected to the women's 4x100 team. That's, um... It's, it's a character move, I think, by Team USA, which I don't like at all. Um, marijuana is not a performer. That's one thing. That's a thing. Uh, hey, by the way, you know the Olympics you've been training for for the last four years? The trials are tomorrow. Have fun. Like, huh? So, so I understand where she's coming from. Like I said, she's handled the situation beautifully. I, think, I don't think she said anything where I was like, all right, you need to calm down. I think she handled the situation great. Um... I don't agree with her being suspended from the 100 meter, but rules are rules. I get it. It's that's the way things are today, you know. Um, so I have a question for you. Mm. What is your like? What is your take on it? Like what people are saying, like she knew it was coming up, so she knew she should like detox. She should like, have. Sw- like, yeah. It was the night. You can't detox within a 24 hour period mm-hmm. before it happens. Hey. Which I read into the rules and everything. With her being in a state that it's legal and everything, she's allowed to have like a certain amount. So per, like per personal, yeah, like for so recreational she, use. She yes. should have been a little bit more careful, yes. But like she said, I'm a human. I make mistakes. Don't judge me. You've made mistakes in your life, just the same as I. I mean, have. She just was straight up with it. I mean, I like I said, I love anything. the way she's handled this. Nike situation. definitely carried her and applied to them as well. But 100%. the biggest thing that I feel like personally that stuck out to me was the fact that. There was so much backlash on it and the fact that people really were just like, well, 
Rules are rules. You knew what you were doing. And then the sport you play. Yeah, so tell them. So tell them. I, I don't think there's anything that else that needs to be said. Like yeah, I, I would get she she handled it. I I like I said I can't be mad. I'm a I'm upset at the Olympic four by one hundred for not being selected for that. Her s- that's a pool pit, boy. Sweating like a motherfucker. Her her suspension would have been up. She should have been selected for that. But at the same time, me bitching and whining about it isn't going to do anything more than the guy bitching and whining about it on Twitter. It's okay. Shout out Jamaica for winning another four by one and nice. <laughs> single four. So the, so the people, so people have been talking about because yeah, I don't know if you guys seen like the thing that's been going like what like the caps like yeah. with the swimming and everything. Yeah, like people are saying that like, like I think it was something Jackson too. Like black people should boycott the the thing. So and that's tough because there's some athletes that are like you guys can't boycott the Olympics. We're still performing in these. Like you need to also have our backs. Like I understand they're like we understand you having Shakar's back and these other athletes have been discriminated against. Well, and they were because they were. That's the thing the is, too. Yeah, there's now yeah. a divide amongst black athletes that are like there's black like, people and some do. black athletes that want. Yeah, like that's why I don't understand. Well, like Japan was like, you can't kneel, you can't wear Black Lives Matter shirts. Like they're yeah. cracking down on everything, which which is crazy because the only re- the the main reason why they can do that is because one, obviously, it's a different country. They have their own. Need to figure out is or like what they can still do is you can still be an activist and follow the rules. Yeah, you can Somebody still do the trials. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like you can still do what you got to do. I'm saying Simone did I, it and she's I still doing it. Japan, like I said, she when might, it comes down to the Olympics, it's a business thing. A. So I, I I'm just as much of an activist for this stuff as everybody else is. So, like I I'm with everybody on this. I understand where the Olympics are coming from. I don't agree with it. I don't like it. But that was the, that was the leading tweet that started it. So here's the thing. I understand. So they're not letting Shikari race because she smoked weed. Yes, I understand that rule's been in place. It's not something that they like. That should be in place since the Olympics started, my boy. Yeah. Like, that shouldn't have nothing to do with it. No, nah, but see. The Afro swim caps, that... That to me is race driven. That shit's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. The the no BLM thing is gonna bite them in the fucking ass. Yeah. It's not gonna. Be it's a lot easier to wear a t shirt or like okay I can't wear my t shirt. Something drastic's gonna happen. I'll tell you that. Like yeah, facts. people were upset about the black athlete that that protested the trials didn't face the 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 American flag when the national anthem was playing and she kind of stood off to the side and didn't pay attention to any of it. You're gonna see a lot of that shit. Uh, bro, I was thinking about I'm that. Telling you, like, yeah. imagine, you, like, you took away the easy and everybody just. You took away the I can't breathe. You took away all the easy shit. Now you're gonna have some drastic shit happen. You try to silence athletes, they're gonna come back twice as hard. So that shit's gonna bite them in the ass. So I'm glad they did it, honestly, because yeah. I think the message is gonna be twice as powerful. Because what what sticks in your head more? Them wearing the BLM t-shirts and the armbands, or them like. Sitting down on the podium while the national anthem's playing. Yeah. I'm yeah. telling you, what, something's gonna what, happen. What Olympics was it with the guys? Was just, just it, sitting there, yeah, with the black glove and like air. That's that famous picture, and I can't get it out of my head. I know but, exactly. Yeah. So, uh, so like I said, with the flag. It's, yeah, yeah, it's a it's a business. The Olympics have the right to do that stuff, but I'm telling you, it's gonna bite them in the ass because they're gonna get some heavy shit come back around. So All right, next thing we got. So um, Rachel Nichols also came under fire this week. For, for some things she said about... I always forget... Maria Taylor. Maria Taylor. Um, Bogus. Now, I've been looking at this... Now, first of all... She let's, needs to smoke his eyes out. She was stressed. Let's Boy. talk about Rachel Nichols' track record as a reporter. She does a lot of good work. 
but she does some outlandish shit at times. So here's some of the things that Rachel Nichols, outside of the things she said about Maria Taylor and the final stuff, um, D Rose dropped 50 in an emotional game in Minnesota. She brought up his rape case the next day. She's like, oh, Derek Rose dropped 50, but he has a rape charge. So that's fucking ridiculous. I understand these things need to be talked about, and I'm not saying we shouldn't talk about them or that you shouldn't. But, like, the way that that report was, like, they showed all the – I don't – I listened to the clip you sent me, like, her – the dialogue itself. I listened to it. I looked at the subtitles. Also, we have to talk about – we have to also talk about, like – the whole like thing that started it too exactly because like you basically she was like because ESPN does have a horrible track record with diversity when it comes to women and people of color and especially women of color yeah but I just think also at the same time like like you can't like what you said was right like you can't take it as like a joke it's not a personal thing towards you and that's what she she was like She's like, you're trying to bump me because of your horrible lack of diversity. This has nothing to do with you, bro. Like, are you a casualty of war? Maybe. I don't know what to tell you, dog. Shit happens all the time. Like, but not only did you do that, you you made it worse because now Maria Taylor is the front and center person, the only. And then you got Malika Andrews as the sideline reporter. Yeah. So you got two black girls on stage now. So every black person on Twitter is going to be like, "Yeah, we smoking on that Rachel pack." Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, like I said, I don't agree with anything she said. I understand where she's coming from. She's got to like. She's got to open her fucking mind up and think about this shit before she says it. Because like I said, I understand as a person where you're coming from, but you can't. It's not the day and age we live in, man. Like, And that's why I said that's why she's one of the most the, – the female reporters that gets the most like TV time outside of Doris Burke is because the way that she formulates things and the way she does things aren't like a woman reporter usually and would. She, and she did knock off Michelle Beadle, too. Exactly. Because they thought Michelle Beadle was a little lackadaisical. She wasn't taking her job seriously. Like, Rachel Nichols is a female reporter who reports things as a man would. That's why ESPN loves her. Because they're like, we can have a female reporter. She could be our token female. And she doesn't even sound like a female half the time. She comes off as a man in the things that she says and everything like that. So... That situation's a shit show. You have the whole other thing with Jimmy Butler. That's a thing. Maybe we'll talk about that later. Like, is we that thing, though? Is that thing, though? Like, is that really a thing, bro? Is it? Well, the Twitter detectives were after it and acted like it was a thing. There's been nothing that come out about it. I wouldn't be surprised if it happened. Obviously, I don't think we'll ever get the answer because she is a married woman. Valid. And Jimmy Butler, especially now with everything that she's doing with this whole Maria Taylor situation, I don't think Jimmy Butler's going to jump out and claim to it or anything, but... There are rumors that they got it on while they were in the bubble, and that's why he was so gassed in the finals is because he went three rounds with her the night before. But, <laughs> I, shit, man, I don't know. There's no substance to it. Motherfucker went first round all the way to the fucking semi-conference. Exactly. What else she was reading? The McKellos? Yeah. The Big Face Coffee Boy. The Big Face Coffee Boy. It was like, bam, out of buy After you see Richard Lincoln's come out where her third Big Face Coffee. Yeah. And like, and that's another thing is like, oh yeah, he is. A there is. Well, I don't know. Like I said, there's nothing to report on as far as if it happened or not. But I think something happened because there's no way that Cat is trash talking Jimmy to start. We'll go into basketball and then NFL fan questions and NFL stuff as well. So we got our two hot button topics that don't 100 percent fall under any of them. Uh, so the first fan question we have was who was 
a more gifted scorer, prime T-Mac or prime Mellow. This is one you brought in for me. As much as I love prime Mellow, Mellow's the guy that got me into basketball. He's my favorite basketball player of all time. I lean T-Mac. I think Kobe said it best. T-Mac was so dangerous because he was Kobe Bryant except he was 6'8". Yeah. T-Mac averaged 33 points in a game in a single season. Melo's never touched the 30-point mark in a single season. So while his prime was much, much shorter, he had like a two-, three-year peak where he was truly peak Tracy McGrady. I think that peak was higher than Melo's. But Melo's was a five- to ten-year stretch where he was in his prime. So I would lean towards T-Mac. T Mac was really yeah. T Mac's like I said. I love Melo. Bag is just different. And if you're asking me who I want on my team, given their respective career paths, I would go Melo because, like I said, the prime was longer. Yeah. I've got 10, 15 years of prime Melo. We had two to three of T Mac, but I think the peak was higher when it came to T Mac. He I'll, went, yeah, he went twice as high, but it lasted half as long. So a that's fraction of not even half, not even half, yeah, a quarter. Goddamn. But yeah. now I would say the same just because, like, C-Mac is different. Like, his bag is different. He can dribble. He could pass the ball effectively and, and facilitate, not just throw that bitch to the next person next to him. Like, facilitate the impact he had on the game for his roster, for his team, was always felt when he touched the court. You know what I'm saying? There's times where I feel like, like, for instance, this team with the Nuggets, everybody knows Melo. Oh, my God, Melo. But then AI got on that team, and that was AI's team. Like, I'm sorry. Like, people make that debate, but AI's presence was still fed in 07. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was still, still like, fuck yeah, I'm playing with Melo. Yeah. Like, no, 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 you're playing with AI, bro. Like, that's your, that's your number one man. You know what I'm saying? So No, uh, no explanation, but who you guys taking? Uh, Steph Curry's dad? Or, Del Curry? Yeah, Del Curry or um, what's his face? Uh, Come on now. Doc Give me Rivers. a hint. Penny, Penny Hardaway. Penny. Penny Hardaway, yeah. Del was a rotational guy more than often. His like He was before his time with, with everything that came with the three-point line and everything. But Penny was um, – so after that, I think well, I think there was another fan question we added that I'm missing on mine. I, I did my notes in a separate document. Let me look back here. Uh, okay, so this is another one you sent me. Who would you rather build your team around? Pro, or not prime. Like, who would you rather build your team around going forward? To the person who sent me this, I don't know who you are, but thank you. Right. Bam Adebayo or DeAndre Ayton? That area really, like, that basketball program focused on fundamental. Look at what they did this year. They lost in the final game. Cool. You had an amazing fucking season, and you did the fundamentals to win. You didn't do no flashy shit. You're mm-hmm. making J-cuts and fucking... Pivots. I, pivots I I agree with what Sam's saying. I lean towards Bam because it's strictly because of his defense. Yeah. I think he's still a very solid rebounder. The thing about Bam at a bio is, is that if you plug him in to this Phoenix team and you stick him, and I don't know if they would if Phoenix would employ the game plan, but I know that I can stick Bam at a bio on Giannis Antetokounmpo all night for 48 minutes or however many minutes that Giannis ends up playing, and I know that I don't have the upper hand by any stretch. Giannis is going to get his, but I know that he is severely neutralized, and that's one reason that the Heat were able to make the finals in the so bubble. So do you think – that's think, that's I make Do you it. think you take Bam out and you put DeAndre Ayton now in that bubble team against the Lakers, he doesn't help out as much? I, you put him in the bubble team against Lakers, the Bucks In the finals. In the finals. Mm-hmm. In the finals. It's tough to say because – 
Bam didn't do it. I don't I don't know if the Heat come out on top of that series. Sure. Bam at a bio was Jimmy Butler was hooping. I don't yeah. take anything away from what Jimmy yeah. did in the bubble. And Tyler. Without yeah, exactly. That whole team, that that was a team effort. Yeah, it was, was Bam at a bio's defense is what got them past Boston. Yeah. You can look at as yeah. the series as a whole or that yeah. one block against Jason Tatum. And his defense against Giannis is what got past it. Got to do with it. I talked about that in the playoff bonuses. Valid. Um I'm gonna let you get on. I don't want you to get annoyed because I want you to get your stuff in. But what do you think about like uh Hakeem being compared to DeAndre Ayton? I think it's a far fetched comparison as of right now. Hakeem Olajuwon is the greatest footwork of all time. That is the, that's that's the kingpin of yeah. of offensive footwork. Shake and bake, baby. Phoenix and I would say personally five, but I could see a six game. From Just, what I saw last night, and I I did it again, but from what I saw in game one, I would go Suns in six. I got Suns in five. Yeah. I can see it. Um there's a lot of things that have to happen. Yeah. Obviously a lot hinges and we're gonna talk about game one. CP3 put on a fucking master class. Point God. Is in the game one. Point God, He's point God, point God. Just maestro, man. That's the only point way God. that he is. He is a... And I'm going to talk my shit. The Suns did game one as a whole is they took what Milwaukee gave them and they wrote it to a game one victory. What people don't understand is like when it comes especially like to play off basketball. What people don't understand is that Russell Westbrook is a bitch. All right, go ahead. <laughs> okay. He had to get that in for the video. That's all that was. Fucking, when people don't understand when it comes to, like, playoff basketball, you got to do things differently to continue to be on top of, your like, the next level. What the Suns have done great all season, especially, especially in the playoffs to capitalize on this, is being able to just do the little things right. They're not beating them off of fucking, like, last year – the Lakers would go on long stretches, and then they would die down, and they would go on another 30-point stretch. Like, no, they're not necessarily doing that, which they are doing that, but they're doing it by, what, three-man weave, I'm going to do a 1-5, a or I'm doing straight ISO book is getting that ball, and I'm getting the fucking midi. It's That's, that is the <laughs> key. They've been living down by that midi, too. I'm still well, trying to tell you, bro. And it's hard to die by it. Yeah. And they have the roster. If they wanted to live and die by the three-point line, they could. You have Devin Booker, Chris Paul's a solid shooter. I don't know, I don't know Jay Crowder, Mikael Bridges, Kevin Johnson, campaign. I was talking a little, bro. I said, the thing about it is, I do think that Jay Crowder does, he can help that team. He is. Like He's I said, I brought up that stat team, earlier. Bro. You look at it. Jay Crowder was 0 for 8 with one point last night. Plus minus is your efficiency and what you bring to the team that's what that stat is. It's like, how much did you help your team tonight? Yeah. Plus minus. Plus 26. The highest of anybody on the court last night. Yeah. He had one point. The things that he does all show ball. up in, in the box score. And, they, and, they, and, like, and like, that's, why, that's one thing I've, I, I gave Perk, not you, Perk, big Perk, gotcha, Kendrick yeah. Perkins, for commentating on. I seen it, and he was basically giving him his credit. He's like, bro, that's something that, like that. What people don't understand is basketball has moved away to make, like we always say, positionless basketball. But there's one person that you need to have on that team that brings that tenacity, that grit, that motherfucker, you're not bullying over us. And it's always Jay Crowder. Every roster he's on, he's always brought that tenacity. Boston, he was in the finals literally with Miami. He's made it back with Phoenix. He did it in Dallas. He did it in Utah. Trying to tell. He's done it everywhere. That's what he does. That's just what he does best. 
And he did it when he came off. Like, yeah, did that when he first got off his nose surgery. And those are very, very, very hard guys to come by at the wing spot. You'll see that a lot Facts. at the center position. Like, Facts. And Brooke Lopez is another guy. He's a guy like Marcus Saul that they don't show up in the box score, but you'll see the influence just about I did to watch a game last night. It was so fun, man. Like <laughs> Because I could just sit back and just to go play-by-play play and just hooping, see bro. what they're doing. Because you could see bro. it play out. What made you want to watch it? Besides being in the I feel like I needed to be able to talk about it. Exactly. I feel like I had the last couple months we've been a little bit busier and doing things. And also, like, there's so much more basketball to watch. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to pick which games. I was living and dying by the box score every once in a while. And I hate doing that mm-hmm. as much as I did it. Mm-hmm. So to be able to sit down and – because I can't give you what I'm about Just to give you it. Yeah. By, by the box score. Because I look at the box score, Jay Carter didn't do shit. Yeah. He looked the plus minus. And, but at the same time, give take what the defense gives you. They were they followed the same and I had somebody bring it to my attention about Mike Budenholzer and how they guarded KD in the Eastern Conference Finals. They didn't do shit to stop KD, especially in Game Seven. If he had size seventeen shoes instead of size eighteen, the Nets are in the finals right now. Facts. That's an issue, and that comes down to coaching because James and Kyrie are not on the floor. Now I'm not age. saying you can't double him every time because obviously he's good enough to find the shooters everywhere. But we have seen of he likes to switch all. He's good with it. That's what lost them game one. You have Drew Holiday, Giannis Antetokounmpo, and Chris Middleton on the team. Chris Middleton's not an elite defender, but his size makes him very, very good. You have three top-tier defenders on your team. You can't let Brooke Lopez guard CP3 and book all night. They got destroyed because CP3 just pulls up in that mid-range. I, just think, like, I was too. talking, and the people were going up, but I really do think that this matchup is just different because of the type of offenses that are being played. Watching the matchups, because like, the, the Suns are trying to put DeAndre on Giannis to try to take the size out of it, and it worked to a certain degree. First of all, Giannis looks fucking amazing. It doesn't even look like he got injured three games ago. He looks like he hasn't lost a step. Now, if he can keep this pace, I'm not sure. Because it's easy to play through pain for a game. But it's also one thing if you were to re-aggravate it at any point or anything yeah. like that. So he looked amazing. The chase down block was gorgeous to watch. All these things. But the keys to win for the Suns, keep keep giving what the defense – keep taking what the, the defense gives you. Continue to be aggressive. I'd like to see them get to the paint a little bit more. But at the same time, if as long as they don't go cold from – the mid-range from the elbows, they're going to be fine. This motherfucker Owen did a uh, ESPN thing, or it was like a game. I think it said, keys for the Gators to win. Now, keys for Alabama to win. The key for the Bucks, you have, we can't do switch Good on. Job, bro. I can't have Drew Holiday and Giannis on the court and watch Devin Booker go ISO on Brooke Lopez. If it happens once, shit happens. It's a game of basketball. We have over 100 200 possessions a game, it's going to happen every once in a while. I can't wait to just, like, have, like, the visual aids for this. So you could just, oh, 100%. When I, yeah. If I could, dude, if yeah. I get the playoff, so I could calibrate it, the board, I'm dude. Gonna fucking, I'm going to go nuts. <laughs> so, for the Bucks, they have to stop switching every play. With how yeah. gifted these guys are offensively. Now, the Suns are going to get theirs. Because when you have CP3, never are you going to be able to just He's take open. him out of the game, but also take out the shooters. It's impossible exactly. to do. You have to, because they didn't do it against the Nets. Also. They got... The Bucks got lucky against yeah. the Nets. Yeah. They they did a great job in OT. That's not where they got lucky. They got lucky that Kevin Durant's foot was on the line. Yeah. And they got lucky that they didn't take him out of the game earlier on yeah. than they did. Uh, also, another key point for the Bucks would be they got 
to limit the fucking turnovers. 100%. They were giving the ball to Phoenix, and they were literally, hey, I'm going to score on you again. <laughs> like, yeah. stop it's, me if, if you can't. I'm going to do the same ball fucking screen that I've done the whole playoffs that y'all. This is, where y'all watching film that's, on? I, I can't like, imagine, on, bro. and I don't understand how Drew Holiday and Giannis have been so quiet about it. It had to be fucking torture, especially for Drew Holiday, being younger and being matched up on the guards a lot. Because he's guarded more All-Stars in this playoff run than anybody else has. He's, uh-huh. he's been taking the initiative to guard the best player on the other team. I mean, his defense it, is second to none, though. It so. had to kill him. Every time down the court, he's guarded up. And you could see him. He's picking up Book at half, and he's not passing the logo. They bring up the screen. Brooke Lopez switches on. Now the possession starts. And he has to go sit in the corner and watch Brooke Lopez get torched for the 30th time in the game. That's got to kill him. Yeah. So the thing overall, I think that, if, if Budenholzer will switch the defensive approach around, the most efficient team's going to win here because these guys, the Bucks have been getting to the paint willing and often, which is going to happen. If you're going to put DeAndre Ayton on Giannis, that leaves Brooke Lopez in a matchup on somebody that's under 6'8". And I'm putting them 1-3-1 one, one zone on Which, them. at the same time, I'm okay. I'm on the other side and how we're attacking their defense. I'll live with Brooke Lopez getting a bucket on Jay Crowder every once in a while because I've neutralized Giannis at this point. And and I'm my offense is flowing. I don't have to stop you. If my offense is working 100, percent I only have to slow you down. I don't even have to stop you at that point. So I'll give Brook Lopez the shit at the rim because it takes away Giannis. Because the thing is, if Giannis goes down and posterizes DeAndre Ayton, especially in Milwaukee, boy, we're fucking energized. We're hype. Brook Lopez goes down and hits a it hits a hook shot on Ayton or anybody. So say Giannis posterizes Jay Crowder. Think of the atmosphere, whether it's just on their bench in Phoenix or whether it's the entire arena in Milwaukee. Think of how hyped that place is after he dunks on Jay Crowder, especially after the shit that Jay Crowder has been talking the entire playoffs. Brooke Lopez comes down and hits that hook shot or gets a layup on Jay Crowder. Nowhere, there's no momentum shift. Before you get two on the scoreboard just as well as Giannis did, but it didn't affect the game anywhere else. Before we go, so, how do you feel about like the Giannis and like the one, two, three? I love it. I think it's creative. I love it's, and also I think um, it feels even better because we haven't had fans in so long. And now that fans are like, people are like, we were to the point where like home court advantage is like, ah, eh. it's like you come to play the game of basketball. Now we've played the game of basketball without fans. We're coming back. He was, I think, two for six to start. He cashed all of them in the second half, but he was struggling at the line early. And I think that had a little to do with it. So Phoenix, their fans made themselves known. I loved watching it. I uh, I was watching that thing where like they had did the interview with him, and they were like, like, how do you feel about it? Did you ever hear the fans like counting whenever you're doing it? He was like, yeah, I fucking hear it. They're screaming one, two, three. There's sixty thousand people can't change to twelve each time. He needs to go ahead and. Regardless of whatever he wins or doesn't win over the finals, you think they should change the rule for him? He needs to go ahead and no, fuck no. He needs to go ahead and go to Lethal Shooter, get him a little workout in, couple couple times a week, and get that fucking jumper right. If this man Jonas comes back next year with a fucking, I don't need more than fifteen Smart. feet from you. I understand you getting it's different. I don't even need I'm speaking efficiently. <laughs> and the speaking thing is, mic, good, but. And, I the can't. reason I'm the reason even, that you'll uh, you don't hear people talking about it with Giannis not being able to shoot threes is because the confidence like we were all on Ben Simmons' ass two yeah. weeks ago, three weeks ago. Because he won't shoot. 
Giannis cashed the three last night. I think he was two for four from down, two for three. He, he something will like that. shoot, but it's he like will. he shoots them out the game. I don't fucking need you to come down here and, and oh, I'm open, pop a three. No, motherfucker, you got a goddamn lever pulley for a fucking arm, goddamn it. I don't need you to try and shoot the three. I need you to, okay, I'm going to do an ISO. Okay, let me get to the right. You get to the right more than anybody besides LeBron James or James Harden. Ice the fucking free throws. It's not hard. It's I not think, hard. It's I, not hard. I think when it comes to his three-point shooting right now, he's right in the sweet spot. He has the confidence to shoot, but he's not taking eight threes a night. It's not. I'm not watching him go two for eight every night. That's where it becomes an issue. Right now, he's two for four. I'll take that because the defense has to respect it at a certain point. Because if he gets high, if, if game three in Milwaukee, he comes out and hits four for four, now we got to step up. That opens the drive up even more. So I love that he has the confidence. I think he's right in the sweet spot of not shooting too much, but also shooting enough. I'm keep it a bean with you. That's how I feel. I'm gonna react. Not how I agree to your perspective, but I'm gonna just, bro. You seen Phoenix? You step to that three? Okay. What they do? Box out. They do not believing in that damn jumper. So you can shoot that bitch. It's very unlikely you're gonna get hot for for four times the. Four times a game, I'm okay with it. Like I said, if he was shooting more, I would 100% have an issue with it. But, so, into the NFL. Um, I think that was last. We still have a lot of NBA to talk about, but obviously we'll have to save for next week. Um, the only fan question I got, um, it came from, I wouldn't, yeah. I got the question. Um, he asked, um, "Is are the Dallas Cowboys America's team? And if they're not, who is now? Um, they're not America's team. Uh, I think that's pretty clear to say. Um, and I don't think anybody ever will be again. The way that the game is televised and how accessible it is, you have to look at where the nickname came from, I think, to truly answer it. Mm-hmm. The nickname came from a video package in 1978. He was like, basically, the Dallas Cowboys were getting so much TV time and so many primetime national games that you saw them just as much as the movie stars and the TV shows that had weekly sitcoms. I kind of think that the Chiefs can take that. Yeah, They could. But the thing is, is like you also have to look at like how if there's if I had to pick a team, hundred percent, that's yeah. definitely going to be the team yeah. I pick. But just the way that the game is so accessible now, like back in '78, I didn't have an iPhone. I had to read the newspaper or watch the game or and listen to it on the radio. And to watch the game, the the, the, the America's team nickname came from like you're so used to seeing these guys. Faces. You're in fucking Georgia or Florida, and you're watching the Dallas Cowboys game. Yeah, or you're in Maryland. It was Georgia. easier to watch a Cowboys game, game in yeah. Atlanta than it was to watch a Falcons game yeah, 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 because yeah. that's how prevalent the team was with the game being as accessible as it is. I don't think <laughs> I don't think anybody will get that title ever again. If I had to pick a team, it'd definitely be the Chiefs. I think they're set up for the most long term success. Maybe Baltimore, but they're not as consistent as Kansas City is. You have to look at a team that's going to ah, have a shit. lot of a team that's going to average four to five to six primetime games for the next. Hey, 10 depending years. on how good the motherfucking um, Cardinals are, they might fuck around and slip. I got you. I got there. you. So that's I got one. Team. So how do you guys feel about uh, Tim Tebow not getting uh, invited to the? T- See the explanation why they didn't. Invite yeah, him. I was confused. Well, like that. he was invited and they took their invite back. Oh, Damn. yeah. Did they say why? I know yeah, that. That's why. That's why. Somebody came out and said why. I'll answer that next week because I want to do a little bit more into it because I remember seeing the headline and I never read it. So I'm gonna. Yeah, read that's it. what I was about to say. I, we'll talk about it next I, week. I don't want to butcher anything yeah. on that. So we'll. I'm. I'm not as educated as I want to be when I talk about it. So definitely, we we'll come back here. to that. Our fucking sources next dude. week. Yeah. <laughs> um, team, it is what it is. The fine should have happened. The money's being donated to charity. 
Uh, it will be used to support organizations committed to character education, anti-bullying, and healthy relationships uh, and related topics to those things. So that should show you why they got fined. It's obviously that they're lacking in all those things, which, like I said, anybody could have fucking told you that from a team that's ran by Dan Snyder. Um, I can't stand you, bro. So that's that. What do I do? Um, next bullet point, Nikhil Harry's agent requested a trade for him yeah, this last week. Um, Getting a huge issue. Not to mention the fact that you can't fucking run routes. I can I can work with you dropping a couple passes, maybe. You can't get to where you need to be at to catch the ball. That's yeah. a problem. Yeah, 100%. Um, like, like I said, I don't see any team. Like, with him requesting a trade, the Patriots have lost their leverage in the situation. When a guy wants out, now most teams are looking at it like, whoa, why give we'll up? Just release them. Why go? Yeah, why give up a sixth or a seventh when they're probably going to cut him before the season starts? That's that's, that's why I just said me, he, me and my stepdad that same debate. Was he, like, bro, he's probably not even going to make the team. He won't make the final roster cuts. Sorry. Now, if he were to get traded for, I think like Philly is probably a prime spot. Ooh. Nikhil Harry. Nikhil Harry. Oh. Who do you think we're talking about? Okay, go ahead. <laughs> I'll tell you later. All right. Uh, I was talking about uh, Mac Jones. Oh, no. I was like, that motherfucker just got the bag. Oh, yeah. well, not the bag, but uh, yeah. not to us. Yeah. So I don't think Nikhil Harry will be traded for. If he does, I could see Philly going after him. I love that a wide receiver became available, and the Ravens a refreshing take from my <laughs> point of view. Um, like I, I said, I, I guess because I, I follow Baltimore Beatdown. I didn't, they say shit. So nope. I saw a couple Ravens fans account. They're like, how awesome is it to see a receiver enter trade rumors? And not a single Ravens account was like, let's get him. <laughs> like, so beautiful. I haven't had that in a couple years. Because he's so. a fucking bum. Yeah, that also helps on top of it. <laughs> he um, is a, f- bro, as a Patriots fan, I don't disrespect a lot of people, bro. I can't take away from, look, no, <laughs> look, 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 I can't take nothing away from you because you're somewhere I'm not personally. However, please just respectively, okay, but fucking like, work on your craft. You get paid to play football, get better at running routes, and get better at catching the ball. Okay. You don't have a hard task. We're going to Samari's Boys Restaurant when we go to Atlanta. That's yeah. the truth. We're going to talk about him next week too. I want to talk about him today. We don't have time, so. Um, Mr. Newton. So when it comes to the kill area, like I said, I don't see anybody that will be for the next two to three as well. Uh, they made Ryan Ramzik the highest paid right tackle in the league. I think it was like four or five years, ninety six million. Who? Which Ryan Ramzik? Oh yeah, he's yeah, a pro bowler. Yeah, no, he's, no, he's, he's, he's a ninety six million. Yeah. yeah, I just didn't. That's wow. ten million short of what uh, Ronnie Stanley got in Baltimore. He's by far the highest paid right tackle in the game. That's like left tackle money, which yeah, he's making sure. on the other side of the line. Now the thing is. At left tackle, for his talent, if he can translate and play well at left tackle, that's honestly a a really, really good deal for for a player of his caliber. But playing on the right with his contract? So what I'm thinking is they pay him. He becomes the highest highest paid right tackle in the league. If Teron Armstead falls off or has injury issues or anything, literally anything, as long as he translates well to left tackle, that's a solid left tackle that you can rely on. And honestly, it's not a terrible payday at left tackle. Yeah. So, you not a terrible it. move, but like I said, you just see the flexibility. If there is any team that needs to be careful about how they're spending their money, it's by far the fucking Saints. You want to talk about cap hell. hell. And he listed like three or four guys that you were going to cut names like Quan Alexander, possibly moving to Mario Davis restructuring this guy's deal and all these things. And they're like, he listed off like 10, 15 things that they could do. And they're like, once they do all these things, 
they'll be even. They don't even have any money to spend at that point. Like, this is how bad their cap situation is. So that's the only thing that I am, like, a little worried about. But they've honestly been pretty smart with their contracts recently. We're going to talk about Taysom Hill next week because I thought his contract was fucking horrible. I did the research. It's actually a really, really interesting deal when you look down into it. Don't have time to talk about it today, but it'll definitely be next week. So Taysom Hill. Episode 20. We're coming. Before we leave, uh, yeah, man. that motherfucker Kanye, like him and Travis been doing this thing where like they wear these like bags or masks over their head. Yeah. Well, look at this, bro. He yeah. just slips by the fucking paparazzi. That shit had me crying. They don't even know who he is. Look at the paparazzi's face. That's funny. They're like <laughs> clueless. And he's wearing Yeezy too. No like, type of swarm or nothing. I love it. About time paparazzi learned some damn respect. Well, here we go. Signing off. Ooh. Episode 19. All right, then. One nine? One nine. One nine? One nine? (laughs) No, I'm just playing. Be blessed. Be bold. Be beautiful. Go Blue Jays. Yeah, all that cool shit. Nah, 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 <laughs> nah. But for real though, that, that was that thing. Like, nah, it was something similar. Be, yeah, yeah. Be but bold, I was go ball, be some, bold, be blue. I ain't bold, say it enough. Blue. I wasn't on the radio. That was his shit. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I was in the hallways. I was like, confused. I was like, like, I was in the hallways doing like, stuff. Why are you cheering on a Canadian baseball team? <laughs> then I was so confused but for a second. Continue right. to do great things. Stop worrying about the haters. My one tip for the week: make sure you find something productive to do over the weekend. Go walk. Clean the house. Paint. Clean your ass. Some, Do something. Sip some wine. Do something. You know what I'm saying? Do something productive with your time this weekend. Out to the lake Tap today. into the show. Follow oh, us at all all social so media handles. And please, please, please. Pray, pray for my boy. <laughs> tap into the Apple Music. Spotify. We up there, yes, I just put out the... Wallflower 3? Wallflower 3. On Monday. Just to start the week off. So... I got, busy I got I got Wallflower Your best friend Is always listening To my playlist Yeah Tell him Shout out man. Jake Shout out Jake bro and He, he, he fucks with Oh he listens to Sam's too He yeah. listens Mine And then bam yeah. Yeah. Sir I s- Love y'all See Maybe you next we'll week. switch it up Next week And let's <laughs> tomorrow open it man Shit Alright See y'all later